0: Welcome back to Stranger Palooza. I'm Hank Strange. Um, welcome to the show here. We always remind everyone to go to hankstrange.com. That's where all the links, everything that you're looking for. If you want to support us, find out different platforms we're on. If we're talking about U.S. Law Shield and you're looking to save some money, okay, save some money by using the code Hank. When you go to U.S. Law Shield, you could do all that stuff. Um, here, I'll throw this up on I'll throw this up on the, the in this on the screen right now so everyone can see this. If you use the promo code Hank, you get two free months uh, on an annual uh, plus the locked in rate of 10.95 at US Law Shield. A couple of those pennies come back to us, so we appreciate everyone who is signing up using our link. And if you can't find it here in the chat, you can go to HankStrange.com. We can't put it in the description because YouTube for whatever reason does not like you being able to legally defend yourself. All right. (laughs) Um, That being said, big shout-out to Franklin Armory, and thanks to those guys for the support of the podcast here for, I think at this point, a couple of years. We appreciate their support. Shout-out to everyone out there. Smash those thumbs-ups. We're going to get into this right now. Let Let me throw everyone up on the screen here, actually. And uh, let's go to the open.
1: Welcome back to the Hanks. All right, guys, situation. don't forget to hit, hit that Lifestyle. subscribe button, smash up the thumbs up. ups,
0: ring the bell so you can be notified that we're live. And we are live. Where's my bell? I call totally forgot. The, there we go. Look, <laughs> ding a ling a ling, <laughs> school oh. bell a ring, 5 and 45. Call Shabaronkin. Who even knows who Shabaronkin is? You guys do I don't know. I don't know if you go. You guys are probably not no. that old. You're not old enough to know about Shaba Ranks. There's a oh, song Shabba out now right called right right like like Shaba ranks. No, ranks. Ranks is man. Huh? Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Shabba, Mr. Lover Shabba, Man. You yeah. tripping? Mr. Loverman, kill me with it. Everyone, Shabba. yeah, Shabba. Everyone out there who knows what who Shabba Ranks is, you know. Throw your spliffs in the air. (laughs) That's the way to put it. All right, listen. We are live. Uh, I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Let's do, come on, we got to do jazz hands. We got to do jazz hands. Here we go, here we go. Come on, there you go, jazz hands. Kevin Dixie doing, sparking up a, damn, Kevin, what is, what is that? Someone's going to ask, so. He he chose violence.
2: This is the delete by Oliver so the leaf actually comes in wrapped in an actual leaf okay so it actually comes wrapped in a cigar leaf right so that's why it's called the leaf keeps it nice keeps it fresh uh but it's the leaf by oliver it's a really really uh really good cigar and this is um the maduro no this connecticut
0: okay and you're uh you're you're at some place i don't know if that's an undisclosed location so my guests here Uh,
2: this is my my little miniature vacation spot Oh, really? All okay. right. So I'm not from on home. vacation, but this is where I come when I want to kind of like get away without being far from home.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Cool. This is episode 821 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We're going to talk wow. about the GOA safety and survival with Kevin Dixie and Trenchworks Chronicles. This is an event going on in Virginia. So here's Trenchworks Chronicles. Devin, what's up, man? What's
1: going on, man? Hold
0: on. What's the deal? What's oh, your camera. What's your hoodie say here? What is this?
1: oh you know it's the favorite the original we don't negotiate with tyrants you can get those at airlife2018.com um find my signature line i'm one of the only two on there but yeah that's where you can get all those i got a couple other designs up there too Mm -hmm. um what is it uh truth is a new hate speech i have that one and ten toes down um but yeah we just put some more colors out too
0: yeah yeah. Exa- okay, so let's see. Uh what is the what's the name of the site where people get this from again?
1: arlife2018.com.
0: There you go. arlife2018.com. Uh Vanessa Kitty says I have rolled CT c- 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 shade wrapper leaves this month. I'm guess is the CT for Connecticut? I don't know. I have no idea.
2: Oh, Connecticut, yeah. So you got Maduro, uh- you got Connecticut. I mean, okay. that's wraps, and then you can get into, like, Churchill and all kind of different stuff. yeah. With lengths and styles. And, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. I need to cut some light on, man. It's kind of dark over here. Yeah, right? we can't
0: see you, you know. Uh, shooting Gallery N.E. says Kevin likes those cheap cigars. Joking.
2: Uh, uh, he know better. <laughs> <laughs> that was his, his butt want to say, man, I can go to the gas station and get some cigars. and shit, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Um, do to school scoody young boy. That's all right. I got them together.
0: That's only that's only for rolling Philly Blunt. Um not I don't know anything about that. I don't, mean, I mean. Yeah, but I ain't actually you, I do. actually I do know something about it, but never never actually did it. Um want me go
2: ahead and put these in the mail to you? Uh, no, no, sorry, right. <laughs> no, no. all right.
0: no thanks. Okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh Clover Tax says Devin and Katie on the same stream about to get serious up in here. Let's do it. So, there you go nah uh, it's
1: gonna be real light hearted today
0: we're, oh. yeah yeah uh, yeah Yeah. okay we'll see how long the lightheartedness lasts around here Florida Gun says Katie rocking that cigar looking good what's that Katie?
2: was what? the cigar? no you were about to what? say something what were you gonna what? say? oh no no I said no it's gonna be it's, I agree with Devin it's gonna be real relaxed
0: okay well, yeah. I don't even believe that I don't even believe it. I've seen Kevin Dixie recently rip the guts, the guts out of a freaking uh, what were those things we were hunting? <laughs> it was a pheasant, and it wasn't
2: the guts. I mean, I did rip the guts out, but I I ripped the heads off.
0: Yeah, popped the head off, ripped it up. Uh. Did you get? Did you even get those pheasant breasts? Did
2: you get those? Uh, I don't. I don't think any of us have gotten them yet. Oh, okay. But I did enjoy removing the breasts.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Apparently so. I mean, how you, like, I put the hair
1: breast. I mean it was a good day. <laughs> put the fingers in the top and like tear down, right?
2: No. That's not yeah, how you're supposed it. to grab it. You know, you're supposed to grab it by the head and 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 pull the head down slowly before you can get the hair separated to get to the breast, right? right. To get to the breast easy. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little rough with the Double head. Double entendre is up in here. <laughs> you know, what? Right? The, I'm just telling know. y'all what happened. I'm trying to behave. You
0: know? I'm trying to be good here at the moment. So for everyone who doesn't know, when I was on the road for the last three weeks, at the beginning of that, I actually drove the van, which I'm in the van here, as you guys can see. Yeah, I'm in the van. That's what this is. But I drove the van out to um, Iowa and met up with who? Who was out there, Kevin?
2: It was you were there. Uh, Iowa. Let's see. It was uh, you, Lola. Obviously, the Brownells crew. So Roy, mm-hmm. Randy. We had um, um, Perry. Uh, that we had Jared uh, Guns and Gadgets. Yeah. We also had uh, Jonathan Tactical Toolbox. Uh, we had um, wrong-handed I feel shooter. Bad when I do this, R- wrong-handed shooter. Yeah, a wrong-handed shooter was yeah, wrong-handed, shooter. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrong-handed shooter. Yeah, wrong-handed shooter. Does that mean he's a? And left- somebody
0: else. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a lefty. Oh. He's a competitive. He's a competitive shooter. If you if if you want to see who we're talking about, he's on Instagram as wrong-handed shooter. Uh, his name is John, right? I believe believe his name is John so yeah who else I'm trying to think who else was there mostly it was Roy in the beginning although Roy left us to go to a fight in Vegas
2: yeah I mean jerk I mean yeah really upset about that yeah he went to ball out I
0: mean we could have all we could have all gotten up on that uh Brownells corporate jet and flew off to Vegas which he he didn't get he didn't get on a a corporate jet Yeah, um he might have I wish, some of my friends today were actually, I saw some of my friends today, right? And they went to, there was an RV thing in Pennsylvania and they went there on a corporate jet. And they were like, you know, we got to apologize to you because we went out to to this event on the corporate jet and we didn't think about you until we were already in the air. I was like,
1: Mm, why? Don't even tell me. Yeah, don't tell me.
0: (laughs) Damn, you didn't even think of it. They were like, yeah, we had like, you know, we could have sat 10 people in there. I was like, man, this Aww. just, this just cruelness, man. I could have right. got my freaking uh, little bow wow one, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that corporate jet. <laughs> but <laughs> but that was fun. That was fun uh, at Brownells. Um, there's a really v- nice, um, what is it, bed and breakfast in um, yeah. in Iowa out there. The Lind- what is it? The Linden. What is it? Oh, what what is Kevin Dixie? Oh, this is well, a. Well, you know, I'm just. This is a. Cup. I, can't,
2: I can't show a gun on here, but. Yeah. said I should I couldn't show one attached to a cup. Yeah. But this this is,
1: is. Look at his finger discipline, though.
2: Yeah, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's really horrible. I'm shooting sure <laughs> him coffee all, all in me, son. It's <laughs> On yeah, yeah. purpose. He knows a trigger when
0: you drink. He knows the direction he's got it in. I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's. Oh, called,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I see think. What you're there.
0: I think that place was called the Linden House that we went to. Bed and breakfast, really nice in Iowa. If anyone is in that yeah. particular area, it's right off the Skunk River in Iowa. It's a really cool spot. Yeah. If it's anyone's a really, really
2: nice, really laid back. It's it's it's, it's modern too. Like you wouldn't, mm-hmm. you would just think when you say like a small town like that. But it's quaint, man, and it's so peaceful.
0: Mhm. Oh, yeah. So it's so peaceful. nice out there. Just to, you know, just it was
2: we had a good Makes time, man. and beards.
0: Yeah, that was my first time hunting, so. Kevin Dixie, myself, Lola, and quite a few people out there got their hunting cherry popped. Have you ever been hunting,
1: Devin? I have not. I want to go, so um, I'm going to try to be there the next time, for sure. I have not. I want to, though, because, yeah. Yeah. There's just an element to hunting. I feel like every man should go hunting at least once.
0: Yes. I mean... You know, once you do it, actually, it's like, oh, I, I need to do this more often. So it's a good workout. You
1: know, that's what I heard. I heard that's what Katie said, that walking yeah. through the tall oh, grass. hell yeah. Really, them fields. Uh, hey, man, look.
2: quaz baby. quaz was getting that, <laughs> that working in. Yeah. Hank, Hank walked around the damn tall grass. Don't yeah, be sitting on a tall, like, I, Listen, I live in Florida. In
0: Florida, you don't voluntarily
2: go into grass like that. <laughs> hey, what i mean yeah. yeah you avoided it there's a couple no. people that avoided it i got called every time uh yeah <laughs> yeah listen did you want to medevac me out of there is that is
0: that what it is you want to get viral <laughs> and by the way by the way and i just want to get this i want to get this out there before we get on to the seriousness of the show while we're doing everything if anyone needs shout outs or whatever let us know all that out there but kevin dixie stole my pheasant
2: <laughs> what yeah yeah Katie. what pheasant are you and hey, first of all you thought every pheasant that we shot out there was yours one <laughs> <laughs> all right like even when you were like not looking in the direction you kept saying oh that's mine oh i have evidence of this i have evidence, evidence. i do, have do,
0: evidence do, do tell sir Do tell. yeah this evidence tell. of me taking that bird out okay mm. this evidence of me taking that bird out
2: Are you talking about the? are you talking about the last one yeah. No, here's what had happened was uh-huh. yeah, okay. you did pop it. Yeah. Oh, you, you oh you wait, 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 it. wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. No, stop. rewind a stop, second. Stop, stop, I did stop, shoot no, it. I'm not going to. No, nope. I got to <laughs> say the whole thing in context. <laughs> the problem is there was only a little bit. Hold on. Let me get this thing down here now. There was only a little bit of the ass that got nipped. So the bird kept flying and then it ran into Big Daddy and I what? had him a business. No, no, no. So no. you tapped you, tap, you tap the back you tap the back of the bird this is just not true. a little bit. You got a little oomph in there. And then I came through and wrecked shop and it couldn't move no more. <laughs> okay. That's not
0: that's not how I see it. That's not my recollection. I'm just saying,
2: man. I'm just saying, uh, what happened. I'm just telling you what happened. I'm just giving an actual recount Kevin of how we ro- were treating the chickens out there.
0: Kevin rolled up on that bird and decided it was good looking, and he was like, This is mine now. That's it. That, now, that hand was pretty though. Yeah, he just bogarted me on that. Uh, we got a super chat here. I have to get in. Let me get this money, money,
1: money, money, money. Uh, money. Flying
0: Rich <laughs> gave us a couple of bucks. He says, happy birthday, Chris Bullis. So, you know, happy birthday to Chris Bullis out there. Um, no, happy birthday, Chris. I'm trying to. There you go. Happy birthday, Chris Bullis. There you go. Um, How old is Chris Bullis? Let us know how old you are right now. So we can all compare. There you go. Um, so anyway, you totally jacked my bird. I see. I see. I'm going to wait until you stuff that thing, put it in your house and everything, get it in a nice position, and then I'm coming over and I'm just <laughs> going to take it.
2: Hank, hey, let me tell you something. Now you know you know where we come from, man. We fight over the birds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, my bad. i forget you for me on the podcast. Let's yeah. continue. I'm not even gonna. I'm not, this is all good. I'm gonna <laughs> wait until you I go through you the know. whole process of getting that thing. I'm just like, I, I am. I am. You're not. You're not gonna break in my house and steal my taxi bird, man. <laughs> no. You know what? I, I, oddly enough, I didn't think because I've been hunting. That's like my fourth time hunting. But mm-hmm. it was my first time actually shooting something, right? Because mm-hmm. other times we, we didn't see any game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually excited about it. You know, and I was so excited. I never thought I would be the person with like a stuffed animal in their house. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, stuff that joker and send it right to. Them. Yeah. That, that was kind of exciting, cool. man.
0: Yeah. Those are some good looking, cool. uh, good looking birds out there. And uh, yeah. w- whenever we get that pheasant, uh, we're going to do something like pheasant and dumplings up in here. Yeah be yeah um chris bullis says it's the 30th anniversary of my 21st birthday all right <laughs> so 51
1: yeah I was, I was wow that's a good way to put it
0: yeah there you go all right so so cool listen um i don't know uh what else we need to talk about before we get into stuff i don't know if kevin or 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 uh, devin haven't kevin and devin man Devin and Devin.
2: Hey, I'm I'm yeah, here for go. what I'm here for whatever. I'm freestyling. I'm at, I'm I, Devin, what do you what do you have on your mind? Yeah,
0: Devin, what do you want to talk about before we get into the to the whole event? Or do you want to just jump in here at the beginning? We could probably drop the event through this whole thing, right?
1: Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. I mean we can get in we can get straight into it if we don't got nothing else to cover right now.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh Flying Rich I mean, says Devin uh Devon, he put Devon. Is not in his usual place. There you go. Question mark. I don't know.
1: I yeah. am not. I don't think I was the last time I was on your show.
0: No, he's trying to hide yeah. wherever he, wherever he's at. We don't know what these two are up to. We don't oh, know. Oh, you'll
1: see. What you'll these see du- very soon.
0: Yeah, we don't know what the hell these dudes are getting up to here. Okay, so go ahead, Devin. Sorry about that. Go ahead.
1: Oh, so we're we'll getting straight into the event?
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's start it off for the folks out there who don't know what it is. It is the title thing, so we'll get that out. We'll take some questions, but we'll get into whatever else the folks out there want to talk about or you guys want to talk about.
1: Awesome. Okay, so I, myself, Maj, and the GOA have partnered together to um, bring a full day of information and learning to the Richmond area the Richmond community. It's called Safety and Survival, and we will have basically four different uh, presentations, workshops, or uh, classes. So to start off, my boy from um, Felons with Firearms, he's gonna be covering rights restorations for for felons. He wrote a book called Felons with Firearms, and what he does is essentially walk people through the process of restoring their rights he figured out that when people went through this process, that it was uh, costing them too much, and that was um, essentially creating hesitancy for people to actually want to get their rights back. So he decided to be a resource and essentially undercut a lot of the lawyers that were charging too many people, too, charging too much for people to get their rights back. So I'm really excited for him to do his presentation because I think, especially in the Richmond area, he could be a really, really big resource. Um, And then we have one of my favorites, Tactical Tangerine. She's going to be coming through and covering everything with women from how they dress to um, other defensive options. If you don't want to carry a gun, um, your awareness and what you should be looking out for when you're in bars, clubs and all that stuff. And how to carry as a girl, whether you're carrying on a pur- in a purse um, while you're wearing a dress, anything like that. So she's covering everything for the ladies. And then I have the other OG, um, Akil Bay from Taylor Defense. He's going to be covering first aid and stop the bleed. And if you've seen or taken his course before, it really it sells itself. Like Akil is amazing, and I was really surprised that he decided or uh, made himself available the way that he did for me so I really appreciate him coming Um, and then to finish off the day or finish off that portion Kevin Dixie will be um, teaching the basic pistol 101 um, basic pistol 101 class for everybody there we got all of the cert pistols Um, the fun part about this is that it's going to be in an art gallery so it's a little bit, not necessarily high-scale, but, you know, it's a little fancy. You know, mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure the optics were different than usual. Okay. And really give the GOA something different from what they're used to normally seeing. And um, shout-out to them. Shout-out to Gun Owners of America for getting behind it, sponsoring the event. And I'm hoping we can take this to other cities as well, because I've already had people ask me when am I going to come or when would we be able to bring it to their city. So, Yeah. Okay. That's what we'll be doing. Richmond, October 24th at Artworks Inc. in downtown Richmond, 11 to 5 p.m.
2: All right, cool. You, you want to add anything to this, Kev? Uh, no, I think his lineup is awesome. Um, you know, there's, here's another reason outside of what he covered that I think folks ought to be excited about it. One, you need to understand that putting together events is not easy to do, right? And when you're you're putting together something with some Part, soul, and passion into it. Uh, it. It's important that people that you are, you know, speaking for or share commonalities actually support you and, and help you represent, right? Because the better one event does, the easier it is to get support for the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, specifically about Devin, here's something that we all need to realize. Uh, Hank, I know your age. We got have, we have Chris out there celebrating his 51st, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm in my early 40s. Uh, but still relatively <laughs> all young but let's be let's be realistic mm-hmm. right devin's the future you get what I'm yeah, saying absolutely. so what we pour what we pour into young men and young women like him now that are that are coming in with their own gumption their own goals but we can support it's a big deal that we do it because we want to look we want to look up in 15 years. And they got this thing called freedom, like security. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to need our support now in order to take those small steps. So when they are our age, you know, they got more game. They're smarter. They're quicker. They know the system better. So when they are then passing that knowledge down the pipeline to other individuals, right, that is that are now 15 years younger than them, then they can keep that education and information going. So if we don't start supporting them now, then when they get our age, they're going to be like, all right, where do I get to support? So, yeah, I like the fact that he put his own, you know, he put his own his own gumption behind it. He didn't have to be inspired to do it. Uh, but if we could support him in the mission and help make sure it's successful. I think that's where we all, you know, all generations need to come together and make sure events like this that are universal, different, dynamic or supportive, because these are the things that are opposition are doing. They're figuring out creative ways to reach people. They're using the younger generation to do it, right? And they don't have a problem supporting them. I think in this game of freedom, we tend to think that freedom belongs to a certain age group, and it doesn't. And we need to make that cool hip. We need to make it different. We need to make it impactful. And what better way than to do it through the vehicle of the youth? So for me, that's all the extra reason to get behind it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's well said, man. And and just to, another thing with Devin that I've noticed is Devin has been putting in the work here, you know for a long time and taking everything step by step working really hard so um you know the, i i admire that right yeah i think everyone is just trying to be the star nowadays that and i'm not i'm not blaming anyone or knocking anyone for it it's kind of like how society's structured right right now right So everyone just Mm -hmm. wants to be out front. Everyone wants to be the leader and not be, you know, not uh, follow. But I know that Devin has put in a lot of work. You know, I don't want to make it sound like he's just following people. I think he's done a lot to help facilitate and work behind the scenes and help people out and push other people forward and all that kind of stuff. So that just goes to what Kevin is saying right now. That's just another reason why we should all get behind him and support him because he's been doing this for for a while. So am I, am I wrong about that, Kevin?
2: No, you're absolutely right. I think um, the thing about uh, Devin in particular is that he didn't mind that he didn't mind saying, yo, I, we believe in the same thing. How can I help mm-hmm. instead of, oh, we believe in the same thing. Let me go compete. Right? He's yeah. like, you know, how can I help? Um, yeah. And at the same time, you know, being able to pick up the game, right? No better way to learn than to watch somebody else mess up along the way, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of be like, "Got you, don't do that." And then also um, honing your own skills. Everybody has something they do well that other people can't do. But it's kind of like being a quarterback in a, in, 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 a, in a backup quarterback in the NFL, right? You get to watch somebody else go out there and mess up the plays. You get to watch them <laughs> succeed. Yeah. You get to watch and you get to learn, and then. When your number's called, you step up and you, you handle your business. So I think his number has been called. His, uh, his his ticket has been punched. Right, he's on a he's on a ride, so to speak. So it's about time just to get him out there and um, get him moving and, and and let him let him be creative in ways that. Maybe I can not do. Maybe you can not do. Maybe, you know, 10 other people can not do. But he can because of his unique skill set, him as an individual. And let's just face facts. He's closer to the, the age of the individuals. We're trying to get to pay attention because they all are going to either decide uh, uh, whether we have freedom or not. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely.
0: 100 percent. All right, Devin, what you got to say for yourself?
1: First of all, thank you for the kind words from both of you, um, from both of you. I've already told y'all how much of an influence y'all have been on me. So to hear that back from you two means a lot. So thank you both very much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I I, thought my only talent really was being an asset. And then I figured out along the way that um, I guess the way my brain functions, also uh, that being cultivated a lot by KD and Maj and John Crump and – everybody else that that's been an influence on me. Um, I guess helping people organize stuff has become my talent. And it's a way that I can in some way be a leader and still play the back role at the same time. Like I'm technically running this event, but I'm not necessarily on the stage. All I'm going to be doing is introducing the people to the stage really. And, you know, being cordial, being nice to everybody in the room, doing the MC thing. But that's really all I like to do is figure out how I can plug somebody with something else that would make, that just makes sense. And That's not a small work. thing though. And
0: I mean, that's not a small, like that skill, that ability and that willingness to do that's not a small thing. So, you know, and, and, um, I know, Ke- I know Kevin appreciates it. I've seen you doing that, you know, mm-hmm. with John Crump. I've seen you doing it with Maj. I've seen you doing it with Kevin. Um, you know, I've seen you doing that, like the, the way that you move and everything with me, it's cool, man. And it's good to know that there's young folks out there. I know there's more people than just you, you know, but Kevin's right. You got to big up the young folks out there who are doing it, especially in these times when, you know, a lot of a lot of the younger folks out there just don't see things the same way. So in terms of, hey, I'm going to put in the, the, the hard work to do something, it's almost like I'm entitled to this, right? yeah you know yeah. I, i'm here so yeah. give it to me <laughs> type of a right. type of a thing so um someone is at who? oh ap reloading wants to know where can he get that sweater i know we mentioned it at the open but you can feel free to tell the folks out at there how to get a, it again.
1: at ar life 2018.com and we actually have them in red and black or black and red now too so
0: okay yeah very cool Very cool. All right, so if anyone has any questions about this event, it is in Virginia. If you're in Virginia, even if you can't make it, it would be nice for you to share this event, help promote this, get get more folks out there. If you can make it, if you are available, get out to the event. Where can the people – I know I was throwing things up. Lola has stuff in the description. There's stuff in the chat. But for the folks listening out there, how can they um, find out more info on this or how to get tickets or what have you?
1: Um, you can DM me directly uh, on any of my platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think those are all my platforms right now. Okay. I don't think you can DM on TikTok, so yeah. But yeah, you can DM me on any of my platforms, Trench War Chronicles, or on Facebook, my name, Devin Perkins. Um, yeah, uh, you can also go to the Eventbrite. I think it's Eventbrite forward slash
0: i'm trying let me see if i could see it here i had it yeah the links lola put the link in the comments yeah yeah it is there. yeah yeah
1: safety dash survival dash tickets Um, yeah all the information is there you can see what Mm -hmm. we'll be doing that day um who's going to be there
2: hold on hold on stop hank slow down i want everybody to look over to the right next to teller defense logo immediately above the word register
0: Okay, hold and there on. There is one this
2: second. key word
0: I gotta share it again. Give me a second. Okay. Give me a second here. Okay. Okay. Tell it Taylor Defense. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> All right. So you see Taylor Defense logo over to right. right. You see the green register? Yes. <laughs> Look at that word right above register. <laughs> Free. <laughs> <Taylor word>. Free. little <laughs> word right there. Free. Free. Yeah. And, and and here, and I'm gonna go ahead and be very honest about this for a second. Um I have twenty something odd years into my craft, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know Akil has a little bit over two decades in his. Ain't nothing about this supposed to be free. You got you, a man that a, a person that has invested in themselves deserves to get something back, right? But mm-hmm. the thing that we get back and reward is knowing that people have expanded their minds and they, they've grabbed more freedom. So that is the payment. So when somebody is putting on something that doesn't cost you currency. Right. And all they're asking you to do is just come expand and be a part of the growth of freedom. That being the payment. What's the problem? Another thing, when you look at it, one of the unique individuals there, uh, Devin, who's speaking about uh, uh, felons with firearms. Let's touch on that for a second, man, because I know that was uh, that's very interesting to a lot of people. Um, And I'll put myself right out there. Uh, I had a young man on my Instagram live and he told me about what he does as far as helping people that were convicted of felons um, get their, uh, all the rights restored, right? You get your gun mm-hmm. rights, then here come voting rights, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, a chain reaction. So get their rights restored. Now these cases do have to be reviewed by a judge, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like it's just, Oh, we filed this paperwork. Like they're still reviewed. So even a judge, whether, no matter how we feel about that, even a judge reviews it, you just have to go through the strenuous process of even getting it to him, knowing how to write up the documents, but he gets to review it too. And then a judge is the one making a final decision. And saying, yes, you know what? Absolutely. You, you deserve to have all your rights restored. Here's the thing. The Second Amendment community is so scared of the word "felon." Some reasons are valid. Right. Because they're like uh, we're trying to protect our rights. We don't want to be linked to wordage. That makes it seem like we're supporting some. We're not because, you know, the people that try to take our rights are already saying, oh, you're allowing criminals to do this and do that. So I get why, you know, without thinking, you would just be like, yo, I got to disassociate myself with that because of the way that we're being attacked. I I get that. But when you look at it deeper, you have to understand the more people we can get to obtain their freedom back, this system is not necessarily structured fairly. And we can talk about, I'm pretty sure we will talk about that. But if we can help people um, restore themselves and get their rights back, kind of get that second chance. And like I said, it's reviewed by a judge. It's by how you feel about that. It is reviewed. So there is a third party looking at this, saying, yes, this is my stamp of approval. Uh, When I had them on my show, I paid for the very next uh, individual that went through and got their rights back. I paid for it out of my own pocket, right? Because that's important, right? Cool. So I sent the cool. young man his money, and he was happy about that, right? But what did that do to a guy that got his rights restored? Now he got his voting rights restored, and he got his gun rights back. Mm-hmm. And then he had the gun community jump in and support him. Do you think we just created an ally that now I, has voting power? I think so. I would think so. I Absolutely mean, I right. I also
0: think if you if you you know if you committed a a felony which we can't have a whole discussion about that. We are all potential felons here depending on who's who's running things and what rules or whatever. Whether you think right. those people are on your side or not, right? It's all good until that until that system is working against you. But if you paid your debt to society, you know, you should be you should have your rights restored to you. You should have the ability and the responsibility to go out there and vote. And you should also be able to defend yourself. So, I mean, I don't know if, if folks out there don't agree with that, they can definitely uh, let us know. Um, John Crump, let me get this in real quick. John Crump gave us a couple of bucks here.
1: Money, 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 (laughs) money,
0: John Crump says,
1: KD
2: stole my little brother. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't, yeah. I ain't steal him, John. I ain't steal mine. Yeah. But I will trade them for one of them, uh, things you got though. Oh, my bad. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 John, John low key. Let me tell y'all something about. <laughs> I've yeah. had the pleasure of going to the crumples house. Right. Mm-hmm. John, John low key out here, out here clowning on a whole bunch of people that think they got <laughs> some guns. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> John just real quiet. Like, Hey guys. Yeah. Right. But yeah, yo, John, John, so John for the right toy, we could, uh, I mean, Dale. I'm sorry, bro, but you know, yeah. you got that MP5 or something, bro. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I, I
0: I heard I heard from the horses. I mean, I'm not. Go ahead, go ahead, Dev. No, you go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say, I heard from the horse's mouth that John bought himself a beach house. And I was thinking, I wonder what he's stashing over there. <laughs>
1: yeah, he told me that yesterday, too. He also yeah. did, I, I was know, know, like, hey, what is getting car stashed
0: car? at that beach house? You know, that's like. Did he, tell you, huh? did he
1: tell you about him buying a brand new truck just because one of his cars needed a fluid flush? No. Yeah, but. he was like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, just go ahead and buy a new truck instead. And did that. Mm. So, yeah, John's over there stunting, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah you know He's that's the only ha- person i know
1: that has jail broken a, a car
0: yeah that's what happens when you you're heir to like the amazon fortune or whatever whatever he <laughs> is over there you yeah. know i mean you know those dudes that There's live those in <laughs> you know um yeah so okay <laughs> let's see here i don't know if people have questions about this there are links to this event um in the description you guys can find it you can you can find info i'm sure from from trench chronicles from devon as well as noc from kevin dixie if you have stuff ask us um and man against the masses says did crump approve of this live stream yeah someone was trying to these guys are trying to start rumors right they're deliberately trying to start rumors against their own selves so they started a rumor that uh john crump bought out the the uh Who Moved My Freedom podcast.
2: Uh, okay, <laughs> I, what, what that check look like? All right. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, if if yeah. that check is right, you know, listen, I could do worse. <laughs> I could sell it to worse people than than John Crump. He's a pretty passionate person, um, I think, for the Second Amendment as well as the Constitution. So, uh, and deal. The, so there's a lot of commentary on, on what we were talking about here um there
1: is i'm reading it right now yeah so go ahead so the first guy said that i think it was brian quick he said that um there's no evidence that shows people who get their rights restored are going to vote for pro 2a candidates well how much are those pro 2a candidates even reaching out to that demographic of people getting their rights back so like yeah i understand that but is there is there even a campaign for them to look at like I know KD talks about this all the time. Um, yeah, you guys can get mad that like black people vote for Democrats all the time, but Democrats are the ones at least going there. Are you showing an alternative? Like, are you giving that person the perspective from a different side? Cause if not, you really can't sit on the sideline and complain.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if Kevin wants to chime in on that before I do. No,
2: I think, I think there's a, so I'll hit that from a different angle. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, just one thing, one reason I love coming on this show, because there's always so much uh, thought that goes in, 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 into some of the comments. Well, you have to look at it like this, too. OK, so we, none of us have any stats on hand right now to say, hey, people that have got their rights restored, vote this way. Right. We, I don't have those stats, so I'm not going to pretend. What I can tell you, though, is that um, I've had ample conversations uh, with individuals that have been through this process. And it's an opportunity for education. So now I'm like, hey, man, you got a second chance. Cool. Even, you know, everybody agrees you deserve a second chance. Now, how did that feel when you lost those rights? Now, we know that might may or might not be on you. Maybe that was unfair or fair of the system. I don't know. But how did it feel when you lost those rights? And why did you fight to get them back? Because they were important, right? You felt mm-hmm. a way about losing. I mean, you wanted them back. Why would you fight to get them back just to voluntarily hand them over once again? And that's gonna be controlled by the way that you vote and use your voice. So last time, you might've made a mistake that got your rights taken, you were fortunate enough to get them back, now this time do you just wanna voluntarily hand them over? Right? Right. Now, once that information and that mindset is geared up, now it is up to, because I don't tell people how to vote, right? Mm -hmm. It's not my job, but I'm just giving them a thought process. Now, Mm -hmm. the, the people that are going for the votes, right, if we primed up some of the audience, now it's your job, man. Is, I'm, no, I'm not going to tell somebody to vote for you. I, I, it's not what I do. But when I when they look at the information. Right. And they can critically think about the information like, man, this person over here. OK, it's kind of the same song I've been hearing for, you know, X amount of time or whatever. But this individual over here. OK, maybe I'm a little taken back by some things they say. But I only see you on TV, you know, or maybe in the local right. news sometimes. But. These people over here that are singing the same song, man, I'm going to tell you what, they might be full of it, but I do see them all the time. But I've given you a leg up in the discussion and the thought process of this individual to say, if you would just show up and have a conversation, they're already primed to listen to you. They're already primed to hear you out. Now, are you going to do your part? That's what it really boils down to. Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to be somebody uh, on the TV screaming, talking to us? <clears throat> and if that's what you're going to do, then you might lose yeah. them. So, I, I mean,
0: you know, honestly... It, it's up to to those politicians like as you guys are saying in my personal opinion it's up to them right. to work for that and what what does it even mean when the politicians say that they're pro second amendment what does it mean does that have some kind of meaning uh, i mean i want to see them actually do something so i think right. the the real truth in <clears throat> excuse me the real truth in all of this as kevin just said if you have to work for something or fight for it or earn that thing you are you are more likely to guard it Right. right. This, this is just a reality. Yep. You're more likely to guard it. Now, does it mean that it's like we have this conversation, I think, when it comes to immigration that like Democrats and we, and we can flip this the other side because Democrats are trying to make immigration like, OK, everyone could just come to America, which I don't I, I personally don't believe in. But let's say they're trying to do that. Does that guarantee that everyone becomes a Democrat? Not necessarily. Now, would a lot of people become Democrats because they think, oh, these guys are just letting us in here? Sure. But then when you're let's say let's say you do that now you're in America. Why did you come here? You came here to be free. When you come here to be free and you start realizing that America is just like that place that you're running away from, you are more likely to start resisting that. And that's just the way that it is. I know that from going through it. I'm an immigrant to America myself. And of course, it's true. Like when people just come here to America, they say, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, vote for Democrats. Or if you're a black person, you feel uh, this is I'm generalizing. You go, oh, I'm just going to vote for Democrats until you realize that someone's taking something away from you and doing things to you. Then you start going, oh, wait a second. (laughs) You know, why is this happening? And as you dig into it and you start to find out why is this happening to me? Why are these people doing this or doing that? Then that person could evolve. So there's always the potential for evolution. You know, if you take a person who for whatever reason did something wrong, they lost their rights, they became a felon, they paid their price to society, you know, the system decides, okay, we're going to release this person that paid their price. And then they go through the system again to get these things back you know, it's, it's more likely that they're going to keep working for that and they're going to want that. And they're going to want to do the right thing now and start thinking about rights. What is this? Why, why am I fighting for things? Why, why do I want to be able to defend myself? So the, the, it's not an easy answer to this, but ultimately people deserve the opportunity to figure that out for themselves. And if as a society we give away our rights, then we get what we deserve overall yep. whatever whatever that devolves into um i was just looking before we started this someone sent me there's this video with Dave Batista you guys know who that is
1: yeah mm-hmm. good lord Again? Yeah.
0: yeah so dave batista i yeah. don't know if kevin you've seen this cuz you're you're always up on this stuff did you see the latest thing from dave batista
1: what did he say now so there's this anytime he talks it's never anything intelligent
0: yeah <laughs> So I think I sent this to, let me see if I can share it with you guys. Um, I'm just going to put this, I don't think, we're not going to get the audio playing from this, but let me just share it. So there's apparently this thing going on that Crowder was talking about, and that's where I got it from, so I'm credit to Crowder. But obviously Batista, this is Batista talking, he now lives in Tampa, right? So he lives in Tampa. Here's the thing about Batista. He became, he got into the news when he said that if you have to grab an AR-15, to defend yourself, if people break into your house, there's something wrong with you, right? Yep. yep. If you have to do that. So we all remember that. So now Dave Bautista is living in Tampa, and he's got a mansion out there that he's building, and he's complaining because it cost him $40,000 to get a wire run to his to his mansion out in Tampa, and he still doesn't have electricity, and he's talking about the bureaucracy and all the different things he has to go through, <laughs> To get electricity and he's like, what do I have to do to get electricity? And he's complaining about it. But this is a guy who was saying that, you know, who who is siding with the folks who want to take guns and things like that away from us. And now that he's running into stuff, he's realizing that you cannot rely on government to do shit for you. Right. You know, that they're mm-hmm. always they're always going to hold you up and rob you. That's their whole intention. So what do you you know, what do you have to do? And it's it's one thing like I personally, if someone's breaking into my house, I want all the AR-15s. Yep. You know, Everything. but but even worse, what can you do against the government, man? Like Biden said. AR-15s ain't, you know, that's not going to do anything for you, right? You got to, you're going to have to get uh what is it? F-15s right. and nuclear bombs and all that. These, when he's running into the wall, he's getting upset. If you look at this video, you see him, he's all upset and mad about it because the government could do that to you.
1: <laughs> that's crazy.
2: You know, the, the amazing thing about uh, people like him, is I laugh in Vietnam, when people say that you have to have this in order to win, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, the amazing thing is, Dave Batista is worth, I just Googled, he's worth right around 16 million bucks, which is nothing to sneeze at, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's worth about 16 million bucks. He's a phenomenal uh, athlete, right? He's in great shape. He worked. And he earned that, right? The dude's 6'5, mm-hmm. every bit of about 280, 285, pure solid muscle. Mm-hmm. You know what, Dave, if you back that up, and I understand that he's, he's actually studied martial arts too. Mm-hmm. So if you back all that up, 6'5, you know, almost 300 pounds, a pure muscle, got a martial arts background, a hell of an athlete. I don't know, man in the streets, you might be able to take, you know, at least 70% of the population with ease. But I can tell you this, it it will take a four (laughs) foot two criminal to run in with this thing called a nine millimeter and all that six foot five, the 285 BJJ is out the window, right? Yeah. So to say that Americans are cowards if they need an AR-15 to defend their home, I would say you only have that that opinion because you haven't been pushed or put into a place where something, bat, brick, knife, something that you felt a disadvantage to, was about to deprive you of your life. Because maybe many people don't run around challenging 6'5", 300-pound men. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't. You know, so I think it's a one if it's a fair approach. fight, and I do if, like if, if think- you're ta- if you're
0: talking a fair fight, but but often in, in yeah. these situations, it's not a fair fight. Right. It doesn't take that much to pull that trigger. So if someone's if someone's coming into your home and like you said, it doesn't matter how small they are, if they've got guns and you don't and you're going to you, you're like, hey, so here's my house with me and my family, but I'm going to be a man about, it's like a movie. You know, when you see the movie, he, it's almost like he believes movie lines like, Oh, be a man, put down your guns. (laughs) Right. right. Let's go fist to cuffs and fight it out. You know?
1: Right. Like that'll work with little kids and like teenagers. If you're teaching them, you know, not everything has to be about death, but
0: yeah. Well, I don't believe it coming from a dude that I I don't, but here's the thing. I don't believe it coming from a dude who's crying about the government Not giving him electricity,
1: (laughs) right? And (laughs) just think about that. (laughs) Yeah, let's. John uh, said Batista grew up in. uh, Wow, money, 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 money. He went to Broad Run High School. Money. Broad Run is. (laughs) Broad Run is in the middle of richest county in the country. Yeah, there's absolutely no way anybody was shooting at his school unless it was a school shooter. Yeah, mass shooting. Yeah. Other so this. Than is, that, no. this I is used the, to work across the street from Broad Run High School, and it's beautiful. It looks okay. like they cut out HGVT, HGTV, and just put it on a map.
0: Oh, okay. This is John Crump's statement. He said Batista said people were shot at his school all the time. He went to Broad Run. What are you saying? Uh, Broad Run, and grew up in Ashburn. Asked Devin about that school and town. Yeah, I was just I just drove through that area. Yeah. But you know, it's I mean, East
1: Coast is East Coast Silicon Valley.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, what is this? Brick says, "Ask Sean Taylor about being home invaded." Oh wait, you can't. He was killed during a
2: home invasion. Yeah. You if go. you break into
0: my house, I, I'm I need all the firepowers against you. I'm just telling you.
2: Hey, man, look, we just had it's it's it's. Um, speaking of homes, we just had. I don't know. Hank, do you keep up with battle rap? Battle rap? Uh, no, yeah. not that much, Not as much as I should. Oh, you? and you're a New York boy. Shame on you, man. Yeah, who's battle rap? Um, who's who's fighting now? Who's fighting? Who's fighting? Uh, well, no. no. See, here's what. happened. So there's oh. a guy from St. Louis. One of the, he's on the Mount Rushmore battle rap. His Name is Hitman Holler. Uh, you okay. are, he people see him on Wild and Out all the time. He's one of the okay. the guys on Wild and Out. Okay. Um, so he is from St. Louis. He 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 lives now in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you know he's he's hit a stride of success, right? So he's really on his way to to, to the peak of his career. Well, just three days ago, uh, he was uh, across the country. His lady is here in Atlanta in their home and they're FaceTiming each other about 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. While that's happening, a home invasion occurs with his woman at home by herself. Now, she apparently did have a gun and shoot back at the perps, but they shot at her. uh, The round went through her face and out the back of her head. Now, fortunately, she survived, she's in a hospital recovery. However, the point is, even a gun, you know, and we, we never say that guns are gonna prevent you from being involved in something. It just gives you a fighting chance. And me and Devin were discussing it. We are like, so if this woman didn't have at least the means to fire back, might that have turned into an execution instead of her being injured, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when people say what you don't need, what you shouldn't have, even when they're speaking from a celebrity standpoint, you don't even know when you're going to be the next target, Right. You, you don't know that uh, information on anybody is easy to find nowadays. What if they decide they think that you got a two million dollar chain and a five hundred thousand dollar watch laying out on your dresser at home and they decide to come in your place. Right. Because this last movie contract you signed was for 15 million dollars. Right. So it, it's I think it's irresponsible to assume, A, that you're ever safe with or without a gun, but B, to criticize individuals that live in neighborhoods um, that don't have. million homes that might Mm -hmm. live in neighborhoods with $60,000 homes and -hmm. they might incur a little bit more violence than you do every day. And to call those people cowards because of the way they choose to defend themselves is cowardly.
0: Yeah. Well, especially if you live in such a a wealthy neighborhood in Tampa that it costs you $40,000 to get a wire. I mean, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like if I had to come up with $40,000 right now to get electricity, (laughs) who <laughs> we going to be some no having electricity mofos <laughs> around here right so if if he could do that but yet he's over there crying and complaining about it Yet he's, he's calling people cowards. I think that's the thing that he just doesn't really realize the reality of that situation. You know, you break into people's homes. You don't have any expectation of fairness. You you broke the laws of fairness when you went through that barrier that prevents you from a person's house and their own privacy and safety and comfort, right? So, yeah. It's just, you, like,
1: mm-hmm. it's just like David Hogg saying uh, America is still the only country that, defends guns and not people and it's like you are really that like detached from society to understand that the people who you claim you want to help the most need a gun every day to go outside like if he's the one that's saying i'm going to use my white privilege to help black people fight against gun violence maybe you should understand one the real reasons why gun violence is a thing two understand that those are people that probably need guns more than anybody it's it's just weird how like detached these celebrities can get from reality. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, you're literally leading people to a slaughter because you think you sound righteous. And it's like, just shut up. it, and doesn't, it goes back, honestly, mm-hmm. this where it kind of goes back to what we originally were talking about. like When I started being a fan of you, KD, Maj, and all of them, I didn't think of a way to come in and start changing your message to make it sound different to somebody else. I just figured out a way to be a help or figure out a way to um, to broaden the eyes that would be on your message. But people really will just jump on any bandwagon and think that because somebody asked them to do it that they should just jump to the front of it and be the leader of the, me- uh, the leader and the person giving out the message. And that's just not the case. I tell black people now all the time, we really have to start vetting who we're cl- who's coming in and claiming to be a help, mm-hmm. because not all these people with their hand out is actually trying to help you. They're trying mm-hmm. to control you and pacify you more than anything. Mm-hmm. And David Hogg is a prime example. Like, he literally, David Hogg literally censored me from being on a stage at his event. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this, like, every time I've been on your show, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time I ever saw that boy face to face, me and one of his other uh, organization members had a very good conversation. They brought us to him and he was like, nah, y'all can't speak. Yeah. I was like, oh, (laughs) so you're not really here to help black people. Uh,
0: Well, you know what? Listen, right now, something that's in big contention that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, and I didn't have a chance to talk about this yesterday because, one, we I just come back. And then, two, I didn't look at the uh, Dave Chappelle special, but I did look at it last night. And I know that's like a whole big news thing right now. You know, but if you look. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you got Have you guys looked at it? The Dave guys, Chappelle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. you've seen it. I, you,
1: I watched a part of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. OK. I'll be honest.
1: Oh, you mean watch the actual comedy show? Yeah, I the
0: closer, that. the closer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I watched a part. I watched most of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, I got what people were saying about it. But it, Dave's new comedies aren't as funny as like his old ones from back in the right. day. So.
0: Oh well, I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll I watched nev- it
1: just to keep up with it.
0: Yeah, we'll never we'll never get like uh, you know what he did. I mean, that's why that stuff is so precious. But I think the for me looking at at the special, I looked at the whole thing so that I could talk about it. I think the theme, without ruin it, ruining it, ruining it, let me say that properly, <laughs> for the folks out there who have not seen it, I think his whole theme is that um, everyone gets into their own little box, right of what they want to fight for. And then they don't see that with other people. So Dave was saying, for example, when it comes to, the, to transgender folks out there, they get mad at him if he makes jokes at them, but they don't get mad at him about any other jokes that he makes. And if he makes a joke, a joke about them, now he's the enemy and he has to be put down. He has to be canceled and gotten rid of. And they don't see that as here's, here's a guy. Like he, he says it in there that I'm a person who walked away from $50 million so I can fight for other people's rights when they do what I do. Like if they're a comedian, you know, and they're out there dealing with Hollywood and all the powers that be or whatever, I'm that person. I walked away from this money and fought that fight and yet you think you want to you want to cancel me because i say something about you but i'm a comedian you know and right. i say an attack if you look at it if you look at any of his stuff he attacks everyone everyone oh, you, you know yeah yeah even if he says stuff that we might like it as as gun guys and we're like, oh, he said something pro-Second Amendment. I guarantee you there's something else he says in there that's going to offend you. But most of us don't jump up and go, let's cancel him. But people do get into this specific thing. So when you're looking at the folks out there like David Hogg, you know, he's saying that he's, st- he's standing up for the youth. And then you, as a young person who has a different thought from him that he doesn't agree with, no, I'm gonna I'm going to marginalize that person which is exactly what they're saying is being done to them, you know? And I think it's the same thing with someone like Batista. If he wants to get, you know, I, I don't begrudge him his fame and money or anything like that, but he's not a representative of me because he pretends he grew up in the hood, you know? Right. But, but this, is, this is how people see it. And then all of a sudden, you know, probably because he didn't grow up in the hood, he cannot right understand now. why people need to defend themselves. This is a thing that commonly happens to people who didn't have to go through what, um, you know, what a lot of folks out there have to go through. This is my big thing about the Second Amendment. If you realize it, it's your right to defend yourself. So if you see a lot of bad things, like wh- why do most people in the hood want to have guns? Not all of those people are trying to rob people. There's some bad people who want to take things away from other people. But most people do that to defend themselves. Right. Okay? So they can survive. So they could be there for their families, provide for their families. And they're in this situation where they have to go through this. And, of course, someone like that's not going to see or understand, you know... Why, uh, you know, why this person would do that. And I think the overall theme of what Dave Dave Chappelle is trying to say is, this is what we do to each other. We don't understand how we're all human beings. And let's say you don't like guns. Okay, you don't like it. You don't feel like you need it. What the hell does that have to do with everyone else? This past year and a half, two years, we have seen that most people in America, when stuff goes bad, they go, wait a second... (laughs) I think I'm going to want to defend myself because when I saw all these cities on fire and businesses being torn up, I didn't see the cops trying to save anyone. Right. You know. So I think,
2: uh, you know, too, um, you know, even when you look at that whole thing and how some of these people like the Hogs and, and and different individuals go around utilizing people. This was really brought to the forefront, not just with Chappelle, but also with John Gruden. Right? I don't know if you guys are hip to what's been going on there. Um, so, oh, Hank, I know you don't do the sports balls. <laughs> so John yeah. Gruden is the <laughs> yeah. now, now former, uh, head coach of the Las, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, won a championship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right there in your uh, state of Florida. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, back when, you know, because it's all of a sudden just died down, but black, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the sentiment, I'm talking about the organization, a corporate machine, a black, black lives matter was out moving around. You know, there was all this support. Right. And I kept telling people you have to watch, including from their own page that never mentioned black men, but just talked about LGBTQIA Mm plus rights and expansions. Right. You have to watch how people are. They attach on with things just to really push their own agenda. Right. So even with that, we kept saying we kept saying like, yo, this is not what y'all think it is. This is a Trojan horse. And it's a massive one, right? The media, the marketing is going into it. The brainwashing is going into it. It's a thing kept saying. This is not about black men. So case in point, Dave Chappelle says, um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, hey, y'all yeah, was ready to cancel the baby because of some, some comments or statements he may or may not made on the stage. Maybe you took it the wrong way, whatever. You're, you're ready to cancel him in his career. You cancel him from coming to concerts, right? Because of something he said, not because of something he's going to put into a song. Mm-hmm. The baby literally... Uh, And I and I believe it was justified. I'm pretty because he's out, so it is. Uh, But shot and killed somebody, right? Mm -hmm. In a Walmart, Mm -hmm. in self defense,
0: right?
2: So and then now that was a self defense shooting. But the you you know people don't ever research stuff. They're like, oh, but he killed a black man, and uh, well, separated. So I'm gonna say, well, over here too, his his music. If you're trying to cancel people for their words, right? Like canceling Dave for Mm -hmm. his words, his music says it all the time. One of the songs he just put out uh, states that he already killed one uh, one guy and he feeling like he need to do it again just to take pressure off his chest. So if you... <laughs> okay. if, 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 and so Dave says... Dave's like, yo, y'all went mad at him for that. You ain't even, you didn't even know that he had used a gun. You didn't even know that he had shot and killed somebody. You you ain't paying attention to what else he says in his music that might be attacking black men and threatening their lives. So you can kill... And talk about killing a black dude, right, to the same unit of people that attach themselves to Black Lives Matter and nothing. But you hurt somebody's feelings that's gay and you're done. Mm-hmm. And then with the John Gruden situation, same difference. John Gruden comes out first email. I don't know some people want to forgive him. Some people don't, you know, but he, there was an investigation into the Washington Redskins how that led to this. And they they pulled over 650,000 emails. I don't know who the who the hell got time to scan all them things, but somebody do. So they pulled all these emails and are scanning them. Now, John Gruden, who never who didn't work for the Redskins, but had friends there, was sending uh, the guy that was president of the Redskins at the time, including the co-founder of Hooters um, and a few other people, sent them an email. And he called the, the, the president of the Players Association at the time. who was a black guy. Uh, he called him a liar and said he's lying out of his big, rubbery uh, lips. Right. Looks like Michigan uh, Michelin tire lips. Um, something of like that. Right. So the people say, hey, there is a racial undertone to that. Right. Mm-hmm. But even in the talks after that one email came out, it was, hey, it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Let it go. It's not that big of a deal. He was not going to lose his job for it. It was all good. Hey, you'll take this. You'll take this little PR hit. It'll be over within a month. You'll be fine. Right. A day later. Two days later, the email comes out where he uh, he says disparaging words. Against gay people. And he got fired. And he's out. <laughs> Last truck, the fire. that you Can't handle that. So yet. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, you know, when we look at how different systems around here and I bring it up to talk about people like David Hogg, you want to say, oh, I'm going to be a voice to to people in these communities to deal with violence. Uh, first of all, um, dog, we don't need you. Second of all, the, the kids your age that happen to live in those communities already told you to shut up. Mm-hmm. They did a lot. They already told you to shut up, but they don't really care. And this is what I need people to understand. Individuals like that in, in in different movements don't care about the people they claim to care about. They are just using the validity of their movements or the force of their movements, hyping it up a little bit more, kind of, you know, revving the wheel so it can crash through the wall. But once you crash through the wall and they get into the building, you on your own.
0: Mm hmm.
2: They just need. They just needed to get in the car with you and crash through the wall. Mm-hmm. You are going to be left alone. So I, I, I implore all the individuals out there that have movements that have missions that are pure and that are after your your own thing. Don't let cats like this attach to you. Case in point. Why wouldn't he be in? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't he be interested? And we know the answer. So it's kind of rhetorical. And having a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Why not? I can exactly. see him telling me, and you know, but mm-hmm. why would not he talk to them?
0: Right. Yeah. This is who he's claiming to represent.
2: Yeah, (laughs) just like when that little coward turned down my invite, and I know he saw it because he sub-tweeted me later, and I don't Mm -hmm. even tweet a lot, but he saw that one. Well, -hmm. how come you didn't take my invite when he first said that? I was like, you know what, David, I would love to come walk you around St. Louis. Mm -hmm. No security, just me and you, and let's just walk and get to meet people. Mm -hmm. Nah. Oh, but I thought you cared about them. (laughs) <laughs> no nah, they don't oh uh, <laughs> uh,
0: that's just you know not not that much <laughs> you know um, yeah you know it's uh we we have to think about this when we wanna when we want to like cancel folks out there and just realize that uh you know everyone everyone's human and doing their thing but ultimately um i i think that uh you know there's what you're saying is true, man. People ultimately just want to get the positions. That's that's what we're living in today. If you get the notoriety, if you get the notoriety and everyone celebrates you for something, or like David Hogg, there was an unfortunate situation that happened here in Florida and the whole world paid attention to it and just timing worked out for him and all of a sudden he's the representative of every kid you know, in America when the reality is when these kinds of things happen, when things like this happen, whether it's at a school, it's at a car dealership, it's at a restaurant or whatever it is, what most Americans think is when I face that situation, if I'm looking at this thinking, oh, you know what? I could be in a situation like this. Who, who, who do I want to defend me? Do I want to wait for the police to come in that moment and, and defend me? Or do I want to defend myself? You know, one of the things that we saw in the news before we started this um, where was it? Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up here. So, uh, I think it's what is it in Norway? Okay, hold on, let me share this for a second. So, assailant with a bow, with bows and arrows, kills five people in Norway. Now, this is horrible and it's tragic. Norway is a place that the cops don't even have guns. Wow. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this a little bit for you guys. A man armed with a bow, fired arrows at shoppers in a small Norwegian town Wednesday, killing five people before he was arrested. Authority says, Um, the chief of the community of Konisberg near the capital of Oslo said there was confrontation between the officers and the assailant, but he did not elaborate. Two other people wounded and hospitalized in intensive care, including an officer who was off duty and inside the shop where the attack took place, police said. The man who carried out the act has been arrested by police and there is no active search for more people based on the information we know. There's one person behind this. this is what they're saying. Um, the acting prime minister described the attack as gruesome and said it was too early to speculate a motive. Uh, the prime minister said who is expected to take office Thursday called the assault cruel and brutal act. Police were alerted to attack around 615 and arrested the suspect about 30 minutes later. Um, the community of some 26,000 inhabitants is about 66 kilometers, 45, 41 miles west of Oslo. According to the police, the suspect walked around downtown. Kongsberg shooting arrows um, and whoever this is the uh, declined to comment on reports that the man used a crossbow saying uh, only there were several crime scenes the man has been questioned um, so it says town officials invited people who were affected by the attack and their relatives to gather for support <laughs> mass killings are rare in Norway the country's worst peacetime slaughter was July 22nd 2011 and then it goes on to a whole thing here. But if you look at the if if you look at reports on this, right? The the cops now are being cautioned to carry guns. So the cops there don't carry guns. Off duty police officer there. So you're a police. You're someone assigned by the whoever it is, right? You know who, who controls the cops? The elected officials. You're a cop. Right. They don't trust you as a cop to be armed. Okay? So you're off duty, you're there when this happens. You don't even have a gun that you could fight back and stop this guy from killing people. And now after the fact they're telling people to go, you know, <laughs> um to, to they're telling the cop now the and, cop they want the cops to carry guns.
1: Wasn't it the UK that was like banning bow and arrows?
0: Um, eventually they, they can they can more they, they did that. Yeah, they can try to ban all this stuff if they want to, man. H- how are you going to stop a bow and arrow? This is the question Bruh. that I have. <laughs> how exactly do you stop? How how, how are we going to make bow and arrows illegal?
2: They will, though. That's probably but, their next move.
0: But we're talking about something. I think guns are rudimentary, right? And you can't make guns illegal you can make, you can try it all you want to. People are going to still make guns. The genie's out of the bottle in that. Now we're going back to yep. super super old technology, <laughs> and guns have been around for a long time. But bows and arrows, I mean, come on. <laughs> That's literally like BC days. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know. can't. Nah. Yeah. All you need is a is a good flexible sturdy piece of wood, <laughs> and some kind of tough string. Type material, and you have a bow, right? And a sharp stick to put in there, and you got an arrow, you know? know. Flying Rich says a bow registry, you know. Um, they
1: did. I'm, I'm telling you, i somewhere in Europe, they banned bow and arrows. recently. They're, they're trying I to ban sure everything. I
0: mean, they're trying to ban knives, so even people can't have knives for cooking necessarily. Or make safety knives. None of that's the solution to things. I think ultimately the best solution, we're going to have bad people. Bad people are going to use whatever they they can get their hands on. Bows and arrows, knives, bats, fire, vehicles, right? Whatever they can get their hands on, and what we need is 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 folks there that if they happen to be in that situation are more likely to to react and at least try to defend themselves, even if they don't care about everyone else. They could try to defend themselves. This cop that was there could not defend himself. Right. It's crazy. That's yeah.
1: sad. You know, um, it's uh, it's crazy. Um, going back a little bit to how you, we were just talking about. David Hogg, and mm-hmm. like you just said, he you're, you're not, one, he's not from these areas that um, he claims that he wants to help, right? I don't know, y'all probably didn't watch it, but Meek Mills was just on Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, and he was talking about how he just was, just interacted with like a group of boys who were probably from 12 to 15, and all of them had guns on them. Mm. And it was because they knew the severity of the neighborhoods that they lived in. like mm-hmm. I don't care what David Hogg's scheme is. You're not gonna get those boys to put down those guns because they know the severity of the situation and what what they live in. like mm-hmm. Philly's murder murder rate is going through the roof right now mm-hmm. and um yeah, it's just it's really, really strange how they can just completely disregard that person's everyday life in the decision of why they actually need the gun. Like, David, Hogg, what are you going to do to fix the violence that's going on in my neighborhoods because we don't have the resources, the resources to provide a, you know, a flourishing life for our communities? Like, what are you going to do when it's just wolves out here eating off of each other? Like, how are mm-hmm. you going to actually help that? Because that's where the gun violence, quote unquote, is coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Poverty breeds violence. So are you going to address that? Are you just going to have these kids out here naked and eventually dead because criminals don't follow your gun laws?
0: Yeah, but this is also I I think I agree with you, but I think this is also like just a reoccurring cyclic kind of thing that you really there's nothing that we could do to stop this. Right. The the, it's a simple equation. Only force can counter force.
1: Now, let me ask there's, you guys. There's, no, there's um, no other
0: way around that. Go ahead. Let
1: me ask you, because I, y'all are obviously more knowledgeable and a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. When Martin Luther King was doing his whole nonviolence thing, was that actually his idea, or is that what the administration at the time was asking him to do at the time to, uh, I guess, keep the tensions down? Like, when- was he just— was when he the pacifier when was Martin Luther King
0: assassinated? What was that like in the sixties right
2: 16... yep, in the
0: sixties
1: down
2: in old Memphis, Tennessee,
0: yeah, so that would be before I was born um but obviously, you know uh, growing up, I, you know we were looking at that um I don't know. I'm gonna defer to Kevin before I answer this one, Kevin I'm gonna let you I was in '60s. <laughs> yeah.
2: He was in 60. It was in 68. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's a couple of couple of reasons why mm-hmm. the nonviolence thing was pushed. Mm-hmm. MLK, one was um, he did have a, the, the more taste of, you know, we should be able to resolve things with words and mm-hmm. nonviolent force, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. The sit in uh, the, the protests, and things like that. Mm-hmm. However, there was another aspect to it. Mm-hmm. The media machine at the time was already programmed along with laws. We're already programmed to look at a, a certain group of people and other groups as well, but a certain group of people as a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens if you give the media a video of MLK and 500 protesters fighting the police? What happens? How do how was that spun? Mm-hmm. You have to right? control so the narrative, more, obviously, more, of
0: that. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. So then mm-hmm. you're able to get more laws. Right more things because what the what the people are seeing, because, you know, got to remember back then, you weren't getting stuff, you know, within minutes. Now we get it immediately, right? So you can kind of sort of see all the sides of it if you, you care to look. But then, no, it would have been spun negatively. So I think it was more of a strategy to say, we can't show them or give them any ammunition to show us acting a fool or fighting back against them because how it'll be spun and it's actually going to make the, the mission harder to, uh, to get through, which was cool because the balance was, other groups that was like, nah, I'll knock your head off. Mm-hmm. So it's cool, right? But I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, even when they, I love when they quote him. So I'm like, y'all yeah, do, but you do know, MLK was uh, was a, was a gun owner, right? And mm-hmm. you do know that it was the same system that he was tra- that he was saying is unfair that also denied him the right to lawfully carry a gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love it when people that are in opposition to freedom quote him, but mm-hmm. that is also one of those things that I noticed that people that are against freedom and also happen to either know a little bit about or identify as Christians, what they'll do is really use that turn the other cheek philosophy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm gonna smack the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. But look, <laughs> look at your leaders of the past. Mm-hmm. Cause you want to talk about King. You want to talk about X or, or tubman or Garvey. You want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're going to say, no, no. And look, the, the, the good book says, uh, turn the other cheek uh, when you when you look back at me i'm gonna smack smack you again but but don't do anything back now 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 stay peaceful because that's what you're supposed to do so i think that was all about a media ploy a media spin but also smart on king and his regiment to say we can't can't give people trying to deny us freedom more ammunition to take it from us they mm-hmm. just
0: couldn't okay um you know, I, when I so when I look at this whole thing, right? From obviously not even being alive in that time period, and then looking at it from an outside, from from someone born outside of America and looking at it from the outside, and then obviously coming here and looking at it, um, and, and uh, like to borrow a sports metaphor, is it Monday, Monday, uh, Monday morning quarterbacking or something? What is that thing? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's, yeah. So you know. Looking back at this whole thing, I think that, the, that folks like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were all genuine in what they were trying to do. But yes, there were always people trying to co-opt their message. And those guys were probably coming at things from a completely uh, different point of view. <laughs> I'd probably be more like Malcolm X than Martin Luther King, to be honest with you guys. I don't personally believe in the you know, uh, non-violent uh, uh, approach to, to things like that. I think ultimately, if you're fighting for your rights... You know, you got to fight for it and, and whatever it is that it takes, then that's what you have to do when you feel like, hey, this is what it, it comes to this point, right? I'm not saying I would immediately jump to that, but, you know, that's always a thing. Only force can counter force, ultimately. So, but I think these, these guys are both entitled to their to their ways of doing things. And there was always someone trying to co opt that. There were always enemies inside, outside. But I think specifically with Martin Luther King, when you saw the government uh, starting to spy on him and release things and, you know, try to destroy his marriage and do this thing and that thing, obviously, he wasn't cooperating with people. If he was cooperating with people, we wouldn't necessarily see that, Right. Right. So there, w- there were some things out there that were happening that at least uh, certain people in the government decided, hey, we're, you know, we're going to make this guy's life difficult or whatever. Um, yeah, but I think ultimately, even though, as Kevin is saying, even though he was, he was nonviolent, he still wanted to defend himself. And if it came down to it, just to go back to the Bautista thing, I think if Martin Luther King was in a home with his wife and his kids and someone was trying to burn it down, He's going to do what it takes to defend his wife and his kids.
2: But, but you know what the crazy Agreed. thing is? If you really look at it, if you really think about it, mm-hmm. every leader that we just mentioned and many, many more, mm-hmm. we're all nonviolent. Mm-hmm. Gun owners, the, the, the core group of gun owners are, because people, some people possess guns and then are gun owners, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, semantics. But we're, we're all nonviolent. We aren't out looking for trouble. Right. Um, You are just willing to use violence as a tool to push back against violence. Mm -hmm. Right. But realistically, all of us are nonviolent. Most of us are nonviolent, right. Mm -hmm. Even X was nonviolent. He was just saying, if you are trying to hurt me, I'm not just going to let that happen. You're just not going to, you know, drag me behind a car. You're just not going to shoot at my house and throw Molotov cocktails in my windows and there not be a consequence. So Mm -hmm. realistically, once you really think about it. Most leaders throughout history, um, especially modern history, are nonviolent. They just want to be able to speak their peace, push for the change they want. And if you respond to them with violence, they're willing to defend themselves. And I think that goes for most of us and the people in the chat right now. Well, all of us and the people in the chat.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let me get this out here real quick. Money, 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 money
1: money 2AEDU
0: <laughs> he says shout out to you Hank always fighting the good fight and helping people out um so there you go uh Jay Wright says nonviolence to me means not only willing to use force in defense so um well, I, you know what I, can, can we just jog back for a second here I think mm-hmm. that's very interesting what you just mm-hmm. said Kevin there's people who own guns and then there's gun owners, right? Or people who possess guns and then there's gun yeah, owners? Yeah, people who
2: possess guns and then gun owners, yeah. Yeah, can we elaborate on that a little bit? I thought that was interesting. Yeah, sure, I mean, there are people that mean nothing but hurt, harm, and danger to people that mm-hmm. possess a gun, they have one in their hands, right? Mm-hmm. They possess it, no matter how they got it, they are currently in possession of that, that tool, mm-hmm. right? And they choose to target us, right? Other innocent people, they choose to target us. They possess guns. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, those individuals and in other subsects are not gun owners. Right. Because mm-hmm. gun owners uh, will have this kind of underlying tone, no matter what got you in the guns, wh- whether it's from birth or something happened in your life. You're a gun owner because you realize what this gun is for. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever brought you to that conclusion is fine. But you own a gun because something there is a belief system in you. Despite what that is, that you have this gun to protect your life and the equity in your life, right? You're not looking to hurt or harm other people. People that just possess a gun that might be up to some foolishness just simply have a gun. They are not gun owners. I don't count them in the conversation.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want to add anything to that, Devin?
1: No, I, I think he elaborated on that perfectly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, that just speaks to what. Somebody in the chat said earlier about um, people who getting their rights back aren't necessarily going to vote pro-gun. I mean, even with that influx of new gun owner, the panic buyers, we, don't, we know most of them didn't necessarily vote pro-gun. So, yeah, we kind of just have to be better ambassadors to those people. And that's kind of the lazy thinking of the 2A community anyways is that as soon as somebody buys a gun, they're automatically like one of us. And that's not the case. But I'd say it's at least a, a door that's been open for us to, you know, uh, help them become closer to us.
0: Yeah, I don't think most of the people in the gun world believe that. I think maybe some people in the gun community, I don't know. (laughs) That's a mysterious community. But I don't think most people believe that. I think there are some people like that. And even what I would add to what Kevin is saying, which is pretty good, I've seen some folks out there, I've known some folks who are very liberal, you know, super, super, super extra uh, deluxe liberal But they have guns, but they have this weird thing that like only they could have guns because only they have the special abilities, you know, and benevolence to actually own guns. But I've also seen some of those people be the first people to go to violence with those things. You know, so that's the, that's the weird thing. And that's why I agree with with what Kevin is saying here. I think the real folks who are gun owners out there who take responsibility for this whole thing, who talk about and fight for the Second Amendment or do all like whatever it is. Everyone I don't think everyone should do the same thing here. You know, some people train folks and some people, um, you know, support organizations. Everyone has a way that they do it. But, yeah, I think most of those we, we don't do it so we could flex on someone in terms of in- intimidating people we might flex on our friends
2: that we have something oh, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> i, I mean man me, because me and devin just had a talk right before the show started mm-hmm. um, about you know devin is a gun owner we just got to talk about the gun he owns
1: he hates yeah. all my my glock twenty six. Oh, wait, I don't know why hate... he has that thing,
2: man. Wait, wait,
0: ho, 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 ho! You hating on Glocks, Kevin Dixie? Oh, no, wait a second, I am not you're,
2: hating. You're so I can't even show <laughs> H-K you, dude. Where... <laughs> no, because we're on we're we're on the, the the tubes of the U. That you know, right? Oh my God, if you <laughs> show a gun, you're dangerous. So I can't right. show the gun. Devin, this... what kind of gun am I carrying on me right now?
0: Do you have a picture uh... of it somewhere? I can show that off your Instagram or whatever. Well, a
2: Glock forty-two or forty-three. I got forty two. I got my I got my little Glock forty two on me oh, right okay. now. All right. I got, hey, I got all the love in the world. People think that I hate Glocks. as funny, but no, I have ample <laughs> amount of Glocks. Uh-huh. I, just don't, <laughs> don't, I just don't like uh-huh. the twenty six when
1: there's a thing
0: called a nineteen. Gun. <laughs> wait, just wait, hold on. Two things there. Yeah. So, it's so just, Devin is saying you carry Glocks more than anything, which is like surprising to me. Well, I'm pretty well, sure. Now, now hold was, on.
2: Now, hold on, damn. Now, see, see, see sir, of that's, that's of bro code, man. You, you violating the code, bro. <laughs> you you're violating the code right now, man. Like, he, he in violation. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, look, check this out. I am going to say that the ilk of the 43X, which I know is larger with capacity and size than a 42, and, and you know, those that ilk of gun, though, if you were just hanging out, you know, basketball, short on, walking your neighborhood, they're comfortable. And I know Glock is going to work. So I'm going to carry it you know because it's comfortable and it works like mm. i know that it's going mm. to work i'm confident in that. Right. so i carry i'm i care i have glocks look i got 19s, 17s 40 i got like the like the real glock folks so what's wrong like, with I a have one of those. so what's wrong with a 26 though what's the cuz it's a 20 cuz it's a 26 what?
0: okay i'm trying to because understand. because they
2: make a 19 just get, <laughs> get the 19 it's a snappy ass little gun it's stubby right the 19 uh-huh. I get it cause it's easy to conceal, but when they came out with the forty three x they just kind of took away the reason I have the twenty six. I'm just saying I, think, I you know I didn't uh,
0: yeah, but here's what i'm here's what I'm thinking a lot of a lot of bigger dudes do rock a nineteen or a seventeen because you might have more or, or especially if you're older or whatever you wear more clothing to hide it. I do see that and I see a lot of younger guys going for like a a 42 or 43, which I carried a 43 for a long time. I'm like carrying a, um, a Walther M 2 nowadays. It's, they're kind of like in the same category. I like the ergonomics better. So what's your problem, though, with the 26? Are you saying it's small but heavy? I like the 26. I would, ca- I would fluctuate between the 19 and the 26 before the 42 and 43 came out because the 26 is smaller.
2: But it, I, the 26, for what it was in its day, made mm-hmm. sense, okay? For what it was in its day. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. You're saying it's obsolete or something we don't, now? We don't, we don't have to. Nothing wrong with carbureted cars. I love me some old school American muscle cars. They're my favorite. <laughs> but, you know... You can uh-huh. get some oh, that don't take have a carburetor. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> like you, but a Glock 26, and, and you could right. you could put a you could put a full size can get, you could put a full size like, magazine in his, a 26. Uh huh. He can get his hands. He is in a situation where he can get his hands on almost any gun, and he mm-hmm. knows that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like with a thing like a of the 43x out there. Somebody mentioned in the comments the 48. Forgot all about that one. That's another one. Yeah. Right. Like. That could be better. So here's my, here's my, here's,
0: here's, here's, this is me definitely knocking Devin right now as a young dude. So here's my thing with the young folks out there. This is, they don't freaking wear belts. So I don't know if this is part of your whole thing with the 26, but the young people don't wear belts, including Devin. I've seen Devin walking around. Okay. Almost pants in the ground. I've seen it.
1: There wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, it, it was, was me
1: running around a convention center. And absolutely, i had to, yeah. I forgot the belt because yeah. I was out of town. Uh, right.
0: To be like Kevin. This is in Florida. Huh? In Florida, he's rolling around, almost pants in the ground, and I'm looking at him like, "What's what's going on with Devin?" Because you know, this is how kids are, right? Young folks. Not trying to not trying to knock you because you're young, but then almost his gun is like hanging out, and I'm like, "Devin, you know, this is not open carry up in Florida." And he's like, oh, really? It isn't. <laughs> this is this is what I would say.
1: Wear a belt.
0: <laughs> Wear a belt. That's my only that's my only complaint. So especially now here's the thing. If you had if you had a 43, you can rock that with no belt, like I this, do it all the time.
1: This is the picture that Hank is talking about. Can y'all see that? It wasn't as bad. It wasn't pants on the ground, <laughs> and those jeans are actually kind of tight. But okay, I'll yeah. tell you why. I yeah, enjoy
0: being shoes. young and skinny and not believing like you know I'm not leaving the house oh, so without a be belt.
1: Skinny when I get old. Like I refuse to be. You know, <laughs> okay, I'm always be skinny. But um, okay. nah, when I got my 26. Uh-huh. Um, I got it because it was going to be my shit hits the fan gun. Like if shit hits the fan and I need to go steal mags, I'm taking everybody Glock 19 mags.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, I know Kevin has a completely different thing. This would be my thing, man. You know, and
1: even- it has an apex trigger in it.
0: Okay, that's a whole. I don't
1: care I mean. no about
2: no trigger. Don't try to
0: I'm justify it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even hey, into that don't. conversation. If you, if you, to me personally, I'm not modifying what I carry on me. I'm not modifying the trigger of it. It's not like I don't well, care. I, I don't. Ca- I don't care about the court thing or anything like that. I just want, like, in that situation, uh, it's all instinct that I'm reacting to, you know. So I don't necessarily want that trigger to be. I want that trigger to be very normal. I don't want to go with a light thing. That's just me personally. So, I feel you. yeah, um, Joe Morris. And I says, like
2: Glocks. Can, can we can can we take the opportunity on your mm-hmm. show? Yeah, to just finally say it that you like Glocks. That I like Glocks. I am literally <laughs> less than five miles <laughs> from Glocks. American headquarters. Okay, uh-huh. I don't want beef with the Glockmeisters. All right? right, I'm friends with people at Glock. They know I like Glocks. Mm-hmm. I, I've been on the I've been on the verge. It's been real hard. I wind up buying the M17 instead, the Sig M17. But that was like a really hard one because I was going out to get the Glock 19. It was a really hard decision, but I finally wound up getting a great deal on the M17. But I like mm-hmm. Glock. Glock makes great guns. As a matter of fact. I've only modified one of them and that's the Glock 40 because it's built for a certain purpose the rest of them i leave the way that they are so let me ask you a question
0: what's, what's better Glock Glock or HK pistols
2: oh uh, my preference is going to be HK because ergonomics no there, I huh? said what's better I said what's better what's better you talking about like in function and internals and all that stuff yes overall what's better pistols yeah I'm going to roll with HK okay all right I'm going to disagree with honest. that respectfully. Oh, oh, now honest. I will. But see, you asked, you put me on the spot with no variables. As far as options go, <laughs> uh-huh. Glock's got them all day long, 10 times over, right? Mm-hmm. Period. Concealed mm-hmm. carry game, Glock, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, options, Glock. Um, you know, and, and you can say re- reliability with those guns are, are, you know, right here. They're they're just, you know, same. Um, mm-hmm. Glock also, simplicity, working mm-hmm. on your own gun, right? Mm-hmm. Glocks. So to me Glock is not nothing to sneeze at. Like Glock is Glock for a reason they are un- they there is uninteresting uh, reliable. They there is yeah. We're getting we're get getting a we lot of HK. We're
0: getting a lot of HK guys out there. But we're going to put up 28 EDU. He says Taurus is better than both. That's some two. Okay, uh,
2: block them. Who, who can <laughs> block? <them>? Yeah, <laughs> no, 20. no, we're not Somebody gonna.
0: Somebody block, them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna block two AEDs. <laughs> but
2: I like. I like. I really do enjoy Glocks. I like Glocks. Um, okay. You know, Glock is. I mean, you you can't you can't say anything bad about them until you maybe some people don't like the feel and stuff like that. But dude, I tell you what, and this is my now this is my opinion as a my professional opinion. I'm never going to scarf at anybody that walks on my range with a Glock. We are Mm -hmm. good to go. Your gun is going to run, right? Mm -hmm. I am not worried about it unless you've really been mistreating it, dogged out. Even with that, them things still run. They're Mm going to run. They're good. And they have a ton of options. I recommend people go out and buy Glocks, just that one model. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's go for the 27.2. I'm not just picking on the 26. Mm -hmm. 27.2. Yeah. So, you know, Um, it's a thing. Yeah, especially with, that's why they got the forty-eight, man. That's why you gonna get the forty-eight or the forty-three X. What is the capacity <laughs> on the forty-three X? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. What's the capacity? Forty-three X
0: is that like a? Isn't that like the? It, is it ten?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, something like that. That's their. Right. That's their answer to that's the P365. When title was
1: with, Kenny.
0: Yeah. Hmm? Um, look. First of all, I think, so on the subject of Taurus, I think Taurus is doing a lot better than it did in the past. And I think nowadays there's lots of good options out there for handguns. If you're making a bad handgun in these days, something is freaking wrong with you. And there are people who are making bad handguns. I'm not not saying that that's not the thing, but there's a lot of good options out there nowadays. You know, there's a lot of good options. And I'm a I'm a I'm a Glock person, but I feel the thing I feel with Glock that's the thing is they're stagnant. They're not really even trying to, you know, they're not trying to, to to how can I put it? They're not adapting with the market and what people are looking for, and they're not offering something. I'm not knocking them for it, right? They do a good job doing what they're doing, so they don't have to. The the they're issue. Not well, the thing about it is that if they were, if it was just three companies making handguns, they could do that and do whatever they want to. But in this environment, there's a lot of people making handguns,
2: so there's a lot of so options and a lot of companies getting better. Hold on, Hank. Let me let me push back on you. All mm-hmm. right. So the options people want now are concealability with uh, higher capacity, right? Higher
0: capacity, and lightweight, with, better ergonomics.
2: Uh, okay so but they rds is a thing everybody wants a freaking red dot right and they do that and then you have the the concealability they've done that now if you're if you're going into ergonomics then that's a that's a you know i'll have to say okay you got a point right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but as far as what people uh are desiring every day the big thing now is rds and concealability with high capacity
0: yeah i don't agree i don't agree with everyone getting crazy for red dots i'm not like i have some I, i i i i I'm not gonna argue what you're saying. What you're saying is true, but why is everyone all crazy about red dots? Oh, uh, Hank. Um, I mean, short of people getting oh, oh, blind, man. like I'm an old dude getting blind, so I understand why people want red dots. You know. That's why Katie got his. Uh, I mean, even for me, like I have a astigmatism. Like you saw this, Katie. You saw. It. <laughs> You saw this in real life. Do you remember that, Katie? I was shooting something and I didn't have any like specialized glasses on for my stigmatism. and I was completely yeah. missing that thing. And I was like, "What the hell is happening?" So that's why for me, I don't actually, I don't like red dots because if something goes wrong, I want to make sure I'm freaking hitting what I'm shooting at, and I might well, not I have glasses on or whatever it is at that moment.
2: That can that can be addressed during training. One. And I look, I was a dude that was like fighting mm-hmm. against red dots when they first like became a thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with sites? Right. That was me. I was like, what's just what's wrong with the way we've been doing it? Kind of holding on to that mm-hmm. old guard. Right. But the mm-hmm. more that I start working with red dots, training red dots, going out, working with people that was designing them and taking classes from dudes that were involved in the design mm-hmm. of them, and really understood like their, their overall purpose. After doing that, you know, for for several years, I can say now, man, like I really, truly do see the benefit of them now. Do I think I'm, I'm weird with RDSs, right? So if you have some type of handicap and you can be mm-hmm. trained and that benefits you, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But then I, I'm torn, too, because in one way, because they're so popular around people are like, OK, I'm going to go get an MOS gun and I'm mm-hmm. going to make sure our optics ready gun. And I'm going to make sure I put a red dot on it. And sometimes that leads people into not working with the irons. To me, mm-hmm. it's the same conversation that we had you know, umpteen years ago about rifles, right? Can you use the iron sights on your rifles instead of just relying on optics? Well, now optics are on handguns. It's like, can you use the iron sights on your handgun? And then the, uh, the the optic is a luxury. But now we are getting away from that. People are like, no, if I can learn to use use this RDS, I don't need to worry about the iron sights. So that's the part of it I don't like. But the technology overall is pretty freaking, pretty freaking awesome when you really understand how to utilize it and train around it.
0: Yeah, I think the technology is great, but, okay, one, you're going to have to get holsters for that, which is, I know, there's lots of holsters. That's, that's easy. There's holster options. Okay, yes. Okay, you got to get a holster. Two, what if at that moment that freaking red dot doesn't work?
2: You forgot to change that's your battery.
0: Why?
2: No, but that's that, and that's the thing, right? It's an electronic, mm-hmm. right? So I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. But that's why two things for you just go slapping RDSs on your guns. Can you see your irons? goes back to do you know how to use them? Mm-hmm. All right. You should get at least a, a lower one third co-witness, with your uh your red dot versus your irons. Right. Normally, you just go to suppressor eyesights and mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Right. Mm-hmm. So you should get that lower one third ish kind of co-witness and be able to operate those irons in case that red dot does fail. I am absolutely 100 percent on board with you on that.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, listen, ultimately, it comes down to people's preference. You know, as long as Which you're confident awesome. in Great what the you're yeah, yeah, that's freedom. That's what it comes down to. We're arguing about it because we like to. One thing about gun people is we like to argue about stuff, which is nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, dudes like to argue about shit. We could say we could bring up any subject right now. We'll argue about it. Bring up cars, women, whatever you want to. We're gonna get in here and uh, it, argue about it. Man against the masses says green dots better for astigmatism. Yeah, I can see so, that. Yeah. And AP Reloading says EMP goes off. I'll still be able to shoot accurately. <laughs> you know what I mean,
2: and that's why I can tell people, even when you get a um, for people okay. that still won't carry irons on their rifles, I'm at least, I'm like, at least I'm a big fan of etched reticles and optics. Right. Mm-hmm. So you still have your sighting system in case whatever gizmo that you have, whatever, you know, holographic or, you know, LED mm-hmm. goes down you still have that etched reticle. Inside of your, your, your siding, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, your, your optic, whatever you're carrying, you can still utilize that sighting system. So, with that, with a white light, you can still get busy. So, yeah, don't, I mean, train. Just don't think that you're going to put a battery in that thing, zero it, and most people don't even do that, mm-hmm. um, and think that you're good to go. That's another thing, too. Like, people put red dots on pistols and forget that they need to be zero.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, it's all yeah. kind of things that people need to get into. It's the same thing when people were putting, like, Crimson lace on uh, crimson trace lasers on her guns. And you know, I'll have people back when I was selling guns, they'll come in and they'll want to get those all the time. And I'm like, okay. And we go down and shoot and it's like they drawing a dango on figure eight. Yeah. On a target, well, right? Well, so you
0: not only do you have to zero it, you have to zero it for the distance that you're that you feel you're gonna be fighting in, which is typically a very short distance. You know, this Yeah, people you can
2: you can zero it. I mean, you can do it, you can do a lot of for a lot of red dot uh, dots, a 25-yarder is, is, is a good one for people. Uh, some people are using a 10-yard zero. But I, whichever one you decide to use is fine. You just need to understand your holdover. Now, we can get into the whole, hey, but the average fight is going to be this distance. It'll be point mm-hmm. shooting. You, you might have a point, or maybe it's not. Maybe you're to do this in that church shooting in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to understand um, kind of your holdover and what your preferred zero means to you, if you have to, you know, push those limits or understand people are close or far or mm-hmm. whatever. So training, that's why that's always the answer for you can understand that. And then whatever mm-hmm. you are best at, do that.
0: Yeah. And that's let's see. So a couple things. Vanessa K- Kitty says um, one must zero any set of sites, put them in and wish they are aligned. Question mark. Yeah. People do actually do that, though. Believe it or not. Um, I, I've gone done some training with cops that their their duty stuff is not zeroed at all or definitely not zero for where they're going to need it. And they're highly, uh, we're, more highly likely statistically to have to do that.
2: What's that? Lola, Lola's asked the question like three times. I think we probably yeah. should answer
0: it. Yes, go ahead. Uh, Lola says, is the pistol 101 at the event hands-on or classroom instruction only? I know, I saw it's that be, before.
2: Right. Um, classroom, hands-on classroom instruction with CERT pistols. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's the answer for that. So we'll be... In the class, uh, we'll have a bunch of CERT pistols for everybody, and we'll we'll go over handgun one-on-one uh, using CERT pistols as our training tool.
0: Yeah, um, Devin, do you want to remind everyone of the event once again? I know this is a GOA event. Uh, let me pull. Let me see. Oh, you know what? I closed it. It's in the. It, there's uh, links to it in the description for anyone who wants to know. But Devin, tell the folks out there about that event again before we forget.
1: Yes, myself and GOA have partnered together to create um, Safe and Survival. It's a day of training, uh, Richmond, Virginia. It's at Artworks, Artworks, Inc. in downtown. Um, Yeah, it's just a whole day of learning. Uh, Everything is hands-on, so you don't have to sit there and get bored. Um, But, yeah, and, yeah, to pair it with Katie just answered – Yeah, we have the cert pistols coming from Black Guns Matter. Uh, so shout out to Maj. I don't know anybody else that just let somebody borrow fifty cert pistols, but that's the homie. So I mean who the hell
0: else has fifty cert pistols? Besides cert Maj. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So and those are
1: like I feel like those cert pistols have been used damn like he does it, he'll he'll let like anybody in his circle. He'll let you use them as long as you figure out a way to get them and get them back to him. So, mm-hmm. I know people that won't let you borrow their one sir pistol, and he just, you know, let me get fifty of them.
0: Yeah, I'm not let. If I had one, I wouldn't let anyone borrow it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how big
1: I'm shout out was. to him. Yeah, and yeah, man, like we said earlier, it's a free event. Y'all getting food. Y'all get to look at artwork. Um, you're gonna be in a really, really dope production. So yeah, come what out. What kind of artwork is this?
0: I'm curious, what kind of?
1: I have, I'm pretty sure it's just modern abstract artwork.
0: What's um, the name of the? Um, hold on, let me see if I could look it up here. And by the way, I could probably share that um that website here. And I think Lola sent it to me, so I could show you guys. This is the Event Bright website for anyone looking. Here you go. Date and time: Sunday, October twenty fourth. Monday, October twenty fifth. Artworks Inc. Uh, Three Twenty Hole Street. So that's where you'll find it. Um, You know, you can, you can, you can hit up either Kevin Dixie or Devin. Let's see, Artworks Inc. We gotta search that. See what I don't know what kind of I don't know if anyone out there is a fan of
2: art.
1: Yeah, they're a art studio that also doubles as an event space. So Mm -hmm. they let artists come in, use the studios, and also put it on the walls. And then during the event time, we get to use it as decoration for whatever event and that was kind of what i wanted to uh i really wanted to get the goa involved in is to start not looking like the typical stereotype stereotypical gun owner and um Mm -hmm. really just start looking more like the everyday american who really does carry guns so i figured the heart of richmond was a perfect spot especially because Virginia is where gun control started. Um, we're actually going to be having a roundtable discussion about the racist history of gun control. That's another reason why I got Kevin Dixie, because who else better to talk about that than the guy with the guns that fights gun control? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. I got um, Sonny Johnson. Or if you're not familiar with her, uh, Google her and you'll thank me later. But she's going to be there. And then I got my adopted little sister, Olivia Rondo, who is another budding star in the conservative movement. She's going to be out. and um, mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm just playing some stuff from artworks here, by the way, from the website. Oh, yeah. Just so people could see. It looks like a nice um, place. And just so folks can yeah. get an idea of some of the art. Oh, yeah. That's this thing is classy. free, but
1: it was not cheap at all. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Looks like people do weddings and stuff like that there as well. So it looks like a nice a nice right. uh you know and I'm just looking up what kind of artwork they're showing, so everyone I mean, out there has their own kind of art that they uh that they're into and they collect, so you know. Always do to we know have
1: it, any so. gun art museums yet or studios or spaces? I
0: don't not that I know of. If the folks out there know. Do we have any gun we- artists? I think that's a good question right there.
1: Oh, yeah, there's for quite, sure. There's, there's uh, a couple. Matter of fact, I'm not supposed to tell people this, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say it anyways. Mm-hmm. Peter from Carolina Custom Foam, he's the one that made the flyer for the event. Um, okay. So shout out to him. Yes, he is definitely a 2A artist and yeah. um, does a very good job. Yeah. There's another one.
0: I know Czar from Peacetime. shooter. Okay. I know. Do you guys, have you guys ever heard of Peacetime 38?
2: Mm,
1: I haven't. No.
0: You haven't? Okay. So Zara Llewellyn, who is a, who is an artist, he's a um uh, he, we've actually had him on the show, he's um uh, he's black and he's an artist out there. He's got some really expensive works of art that are out there that he does. But he also mm-hmm. owns this company called Peacetime Thirty Eight, and they make watches. That's what I'm sharing here right now. Oh wow! And okay. um, you know these, and he's a he's a gun guy. He's definitely a gun guy. He's been on the show. Um, I actually have this one here. So does John Crump, by the way. This is the Sao Paulo. Um, oh, is that? The, how
2: much? Now, how much
0: did that, did that set you back? Um, <laughs> y- you know, if you have to ask about the prices, Kevin Dixie. You know,
2: yeah, that, are those yeah. those ones that started like six k? <laughs>
0: uh, these are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's artwork. It's artwork, and it's a pro gun guy. Well, I get guy, it. I'm not and, you know, no. Yeah.
2: Not so. it's not worth it.
0: Yeah. So I think typically the Sao Paulo is in the te- in the ten grand
2: uh, realm. So. Oh my yeah. bad. I'm sorry, Hank. I haven't um, done enough podcasts yet to afford that. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. How do y'all feel about a two uh, a art a two art exhibit event?
0: I think it would be cool. We could probably get Czar to do to, well. All right, I don't on. know We're if we can get talk him to do. S- His We're art pieces is-
1: about that anymore from this point forward. That's what? all I needed to hear.
0: Yeah, because his uh, his art piece. Oh, ideas. his art pieces though are like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and stuff like that, man. Ask Damn. uh, ask um, John Crump about Zara Llewellyn. His. Let me see if I could pull up his. I'm uh, pretty.
1: Hold up. If John is still here, answer mm-hmm. this. Is that the watch that you had on that uh, Beretta 92 that was like a one of one? Probably. John has some crazy expensive watch, and he does the noir thing where he'll like put the gun and the watch together and everything is fucking expensive. And yeah, yeah John yeah. does that too.
0: This is Zarr right here. I think this is him getting a haircut or something like that. He looks like he's a boxer right here, but he's, he's a good dude, you know? And uh, here's his watches. You guys should definitely look, he's got, he's got, um, he, he, from time to time he offers people discounts and stuff and I'm always sharing I it. Would but like
2: a, like but eight yeah, grams.
0: Uh, yeah, in that in that range, in that range, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say exactly what his things are gonna be. That's why I'm not talking about it. But he does offer... all watches...
2: mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Man. Go ahead. No, you're good no, watches to me are are very. Um, I treat them. I know there are people out there that are really like. Look, you see me rocking my G Shock. You don't know about oh. that though. Okay. I got. G-Shock. I
0: have a G Shock on right now, son. Okay. Look at that. All Check okay. that out my right bad. there. Let's my see.
2: bad. I mean, I didn't mean no disrespect. G shock right there. My, okay, my apologies, my brother. My <laughs> apologies. Um, what, uh, I will, what I will, what say is this is uh, this I, is a special, about this, is a special this is a special one. This is a special one. I tease gotta, about the, the cost of it, but the man you. knows the. The, mm-hmm. the man knows the value of his work. I tease about the cost of it. Watches to me are just one of them things. I get like everybody has their niche, right? Like I'll go out and spend money on certain things, blah blah, blah and I look at mm-hmm. one, like watches, chains, earrings, anything like that. Like, you start creeping above, like, the $200 mark on me. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: But then I can go look at a a $2,000 rifle and be like, oh, that's a deal. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's It's a weird thing. Yeah, everyone has their different things
0: that they like. I mean, I do like watches and I think like, you know, real men should actually wear a watch, not a smart watch or anything like that. You know, it could be it could be uh, digital, it could be um, you know, like an automatic timepiece and all that kind of stuff. I like the automatic ones, but every now and then I I, I rock like a digital watch. You know. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. You know, I'm not getting an eye watch though. That's where I have a you know, that's really? where I, that's where I have a problem. I have a problem with that, man. I just have a philosophical issue with that. You already have your phone. Now you, you wear, you know. I know it's convenient for people, but I'm on my wrist. I'm gonna put an actual watch. You know, even a even a Casio, a G Shock or whatever. G Shocks to me are cool. You know, I mean,
2: they're beasts, man. Like I actually had a a really nice guy. Hold on, let me get a close up.
0: Let me get a close up, Kevin. Hold on, let's see this. Yeah. Well,
2: this little thing, like, I love this thing. And when the guy uh, presented it to me, he was like, hey, I just want to give you this. I actually, this watch is kind of cool because he gave it to me because it was red and black, one, or black with red on it. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift because of my fight for the 2A. So I, I like, mm-hmm. really, really like this watch because of
0: that. Yeah. Is that supposed to be, like, a truth wash? You know, or at some point, uh, Kevin, no, Kevin but will come out with a truth wash. He was watch. really
2: on point with the color scheme. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I like the fact that he was like, hey, man, this is just a gift. Uh, Appreciate what you're doing for the for the Second Amendment. I was like, damn, that's awesome. No.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Appalachian Gunrunner says, I don't wear watches. I follow the sun. Okay.
1: He just does the human. That's a real man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gun Doctor says, hashtag old man Hank. Yeah. For reals. I'm not. I'm always going to have a car with an actual engine in it. I don't care what happens with technology. And I have a, I have a Tesla, but whatever. I'm always gonna have a car with an actual engine. Hold
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold, so. hold on, hold on, hold on. So you have a Tesla, but mm-hmm. you won't get an iWatch. No.
0: Why? That's. <laughs> you know, What's No, the I difference? won't. No, Tesla's a completely different beast. I mean, I got one because I just want to see how... To me, that's the epitome like uh, of, of an electric car. I want to see how it is, if I liked it and all that kind of stuff, which I do. But Lola completely taxed that thing. So Lola rocks that right now. She loves that. And especially now when gas prices are going up, Lola was just teasing me before we started this thing because, you know, I had to go uh, fill up the tank and get gas for the van. Um, and Lola was like, well, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: does your van have a separate battery to charge your tesla to
0: uh it could i could charge the tesla if i wanted to off of it yeah it has oh, lithium batteries awesome. you could plug stuff yeah, you y'all know. Can
1: cool, man.
0: yeah. it would take yeah, honestly I, it would take a long time for it to do anything but yeah you could plug it you could plug stuff into it yeah um what kind of so, watch are you because, rocking Devin? Uh, i want to see what your watch what would it do you have a watch
1: terrorist.
0: Youth. The youth, just, Kevin Dixie. Look at that. They don't yeah. they don't they don't care I mean, about these things. Look, they don't care.
1: No, no, let me let me tell you. Let me they tell don't you. give a crap
0: about time. Obviously. No, nope. I
1: didn't want to like I didn't want to like <laughs> get into that. But <laughs> when when I used to be in um I'll just say my underground lifestyle, every single summer, I would buy a pair of Ray Bans and a G Shock. Every single summer, no matter what. And um I just left that, left those in the past when I, um, you know, I changed my lifestyle. So, yeah, I stopped. I don't, I don't wear chains. I don't wear watches. I don't wear anything like that. I think all I got is, matter of fact, yeah, I'll gladly show this off. I got my Walk Talk America bracelets. That's it. I think it's on both wrists, too. Yeah, yeah, both wrists. So go to walktalkamerica.org forward slash love and check your brain out
0: okay listen i understand what you're trying to say but come on man why you gotta hate on watches you know you can i'm not
1: i have an invicta i have an invicta that my grandfather left for me after he passed so i wear that on occasions but i yeah i just got out of the vanities Mm -hmm. like that i'm a minimalist now so oh i don't want to lose stuff
0: yeah he's a zen and that is part
1: of the reason Part of the reason why I would have to buy one and a pair of Ray Bans every summer is because I'd lose them somewhere along the lines. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used to have a whew, Every pair of Jordans I had, and Katie mean me and him have talked about this. Every pair of Jordans I had a G Shock to go with it. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. G Shock uh had some cool stuff out there. I think uh I think swatch watches are cool too. They're not expensive. You know? Yeah. And you can get automatics from Swatch as well, which I like an automatic. You can actually look at the gears and all that doing stuff. So, um, and then people now people are talking about watches. Man against the machine, the masses says my truck has an actual carburetor, so he's ready for for the apocalypse, EMP proof right there. You know, um, so there you go. All right, so let's see here. Kevin Dixie, what are you thinking about? You look like you've got uh, some deep thoughts going through the cranium.
2: Oh no, man, no, I'm actually pretty chill. Um, I'm just ready to get to uh, to Richmond and get this thing popping. I really, mm-hmm. I really want people to come out to that to that and support, right? And I, mm-hmm. I think um, it's imperative uh, for many many reasons, but we also have to, uh, with this whole you know um, COVID thing going on, we also have to make sure that anytime we can get together and kind of keep energy and synergy moving forward that we need to take the opportunity to do that
0: yeah it's good to get out there and see let me ask you guys this while we still have time did you have you posted this event on social media somewhere yeah Yeah. Have you guys on done it yet?
1: it's just completely shadow banned. but yeah okay
0: so um so let's uh let's see but um it's trench work chronicles a... right on yes sir trench okay Ward so chronicles here let me show the, the folks
1: Kings Kings page.
0: so look oh, wow. trench work chronicles this is where you will find it. There it is right there. For the folks out there that have Instagram, go to this post and like it right now. Trenchwork Chronicles. I'll just go back and show you guys. This is, and if this you look, the link like right is
1: right there in my bio.
0: Okay, hold on. Right in the bio. That's the link yep. to the Evan Bright event right there that you guys can go to. So listen, you can just, for the folks who are watching this right now, you can help us out. By just going to your Instagram account and liking this. and co- Look, I'm going to comment on it also. You, if you really want to get this going, you got to comment. So I'm going to say thanks for coming on the show, coming on the podcast. We can all do that right now and help this uh, get this post out there. I don't know if Kevin has done it yet, but uh, I'm assuming, what is it, uh, Kevin Dixie? That's what I use. it's NOC. There yep, you have the real NOC. You should be able NLC. to click my stories and it should come right up. Oh, it's on the stories. That's that one, right? Stories. Is that the stories right um, there?
1: No, no I think you got to click the icon. Oh, click his, uh, yeah. Click his profile picture.
0: His profile click picture? Click the profile picture.
2: Okay. There you go. Boom. Click it again. Click it again. Hold on. That one's about to expire. Yeah.
1: Hold on. Yeah. No, don't
2: go anywhere. Click it again. Oh, click it again. Okay. There you go. Okay. Let that one time. Okay. Let that one the time out here in a second Uh uh-huh there you go boom right there it's right there bam yeah so let me see i'm
0: trying to how do i uh is there a way to uh copy the link yeah copy the link that's how you can share it i'm trying to see if i can give it love or whatever here so i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to get in there and share this myself but you guys go follow kevin dixie um on the real at the real noc on ig and then trench work chronicles that's uh let's see Trench War Chronicles, right? And there, again, boom.
1: uh yeah. just to add, full transparency. Uh me, KD, and who else was it? I don't know if Hank was on that show, but we mm-hmm. uh infiltrated John Crump's show one day. And KD put the challenge out to Gun Owners of America directly it was like, Where are y'all at? And not uh-huh. long after that, um, they hit me and was like, yo, like what ideas y'all have like this is what we're trying to accomplish what do you have for us Mm -hmm. and i brought i gave them the idea there was a little bit of back and forth to get it done but ultimately they got it done so again shout out to them and this is what we want to see them continue to do and organizations like them to continue to put the resources directly in the places to combat gun control from the cultural standpoint Mm-hmm. And that means going behind enemy lines in places like Richmond, Virginia and teaching these type of classes. So I would love, love for them to just continue to do this type of work. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm all for it. Anytime they want to, I can, we can get it done.
0: Yeah. I think GOA is trying to step up and get some things done here. Obviously, you know, they're not as big as some other organizations that are out there, but they are doing things. I think there's, uh, there's other people that are doing stuff, but kudos to you guys for for even pushing them on it. You know, that's what it takes, Kevin. Let me get this in from Vanessa Kitty, and then I'm going to go and get the uh, final comments from these guys. Vanessa Kitty says, My brother and I bought the first Jordans. He still has his with original box and paper. There you go.
2: Man, That's cool. That's so, worth some money. Yeah. Yeah, true shit. Yeah.
0: I wonder Dash what... doesn't evolve. A baby Jordan's going to be worth anything? You know, like, remember how people were getting their babies? Baby Jordans? If they're I think originals, that's still... Yeah, I think that still goes on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know what babies (laughs) know, but I don't think it's about the babies, though. Um, (laughs) Okay, so listen, Kevin Dixie uh, and and Devin of Trenchwork Chronicles. I'm going to start with Devin. Tell the folks out there, we were just going over one of them, but how can the folks find this event, support you and things, be able to communicate with you and all that? By the way, I saw that AP Reloading put up ARLife2018.com so that's one of your things, but go ahead and hit the people with all your different stuff.
1: Um, you can follow all of my pages on Twitter. You can find me at Trench World Chronicles. Instagram, you can find me at Trench World Chronicles and Kids the Kings. Both The, the flyer and the link is in both on the pages and in both of the um, bios, on both of those pages, Kids the Kings and Trench World Chronicles. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. I, have a, I think I have a fan page for Trench World Chronicles there as well. But um, you can catch me normally Friday nights on Blog Talk Radio from 8 to 9, um, interviewing people similar to what you do, Hank, uh, podcasting. Other than that, that's that's basically it. Um, Yeah. Just make sure you come out to Richmond October 24th at Artworks, Inc., um, 11 to 5 p.m., a free event, and y'all get food.
0: Yeah, At an art gallery, no less. This would make an awesome, awesome date. If you're married, a great date to take your wife out on. If you're not married and you got a young chick that you want to impress, all the dudes, dudes,
1: think about that. If you took your girl to a training class at an art gallery where she gets food, (laughs) like,
0: hey. That's lyrics. On a Sunday. Get it done. (laughs) Yeah, that's lyrics. Respect to that. Uh, Armin and Axis gave us some money. money. He says... Peace to all. Stay 2 a strong out there, Kevin Dixie. Um, I know we did show. We did show uh, the real noc. That's on IG. You you go live there. All uh, you did they give you back your live or what? I'm not. I'm never. I oh, never yeah, know. I got it back. You get okay. I got, you get it. I got you all lose. All it.
2: Punishment. Okay. Yeah, I got off punishment. Yeah, tell the uh, people you what you got going. Uh, The real noc on all your social media platforms. Uh, the one I'm most active on is Instagram. Uh, keep up with it. That includes YouTube. YouTube is about to get a relaunch on the real NOC, so I've been uh, even thanks to some advice Hank gave me, we've invested in um, some different camera equipment we have those things on site, so i uh, got a production team now, so we're really going to be cranking out some, uh, some gun content that's somewhat traditional, but most of it is going to be um, going in places that I don't think that we've really uh, went into when it comes to guns and why we choose certain guns and training aspects and things like that so be on the lookout for that go ahead and subscribe to the channel so you already know that's it's coming uh, the other uh, project that is coming out this year um, is Stogies and Straps so on YouTube Is Stogies the and symbol Straps go ahead and follow the page there's not one video up there now we start recording in studio uh, with Stogies and Straps in the next uh, right about the next 30 days so okay. that will be uh, the podcast is coming out and that will be all in person. So we got um, uh, some pretty cool people lined up from some people you know from the two way industry, uh, people you do not know. Uh, we're gonna have everybody from politicians, athletes, entertainers, uh, two way people, all the way down to I'm working on some adult stars to actually come on and talk about um, their life, how they got into it, things to consider, and stuff like that. So we're gonna have a okay. really well rounded conversation in the studio. It's set into it. It's set in a 19s. 1920s uh speakeasy. So it's going to be real authentic and kind of like old school to, to look at it. But yeah, so check that out. Other than that, that's how you. Uh, oh, and please go to the website. You guys want to support a two way advocate over there? There's, you know, optics, all your gun accessories, magazines, the whole nine yards, along with the swag that I offer. That will also be tripling in options within the next uh, 30 days. So yeah, you can go over to and you can also, obviously, Sign up for training classes. If you want training in your area, it is very easy. You have to take a little bit of initiative. We need a range. Um, and we, we got to round up at least 10 people. And that's pretty simple. So uh, just shoot an email to info at no uh, The title line is I want training in my area. And let me know you got a range and we can go from there.
0: Absolutely. And Lola said this. Uh, Thanks, Devin. Thanks, Kevin, for putting in the work. Uh, and I agree with that. Both of these gentlemen here are working very hard. You probably don't see all of it because there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. I know especially with Devin, he's working really hard behind the scenes doing a lot of stuff as well as his podcast, uh, Trench Work Chronicles, that you guys should check out. But Kevin Dixie, you, you do see Kevin Dixie in front of things doing a lot of stuff, right? But he's also working really hard behind the scenes as well. And I know not everyone necessarily sees that. So um, I... I would definitely give my endorsement to both of these guys. And Kevin, um, I know that you still need support, right? Y'all <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, please support him. Whatever it is you have, man. That's, that's the way I feel about it. If, you, if you're on Instagram, go over there, follow him, support him, support the things that he's doing there, or wherever he is. I feel like that for, for both of these guys. Uh, same thing, like 2AEDU is out there and he's thanking us. I know he's doing a lot of things, and I agree with Richard Monder, who says thank you as well. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll in the the end and I'm going to come back here who's dropping the words of wisdom tonight Devin Devin okay Devin right. you got to come up with the words of wisdom thanks to everyone out there I'm watching yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, Franklin Armory, big thanks to those guys for supporting us here. I really appreciate their uh, support as well as all the work that they do for the Second Amendment, whether or not you guys see that. Um, we're going to be back tomorrow. Big thanks to Kevin Dixie as well as Devin of Trenchwork Chronicles for coming out here. And, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate it, it, all the support that you guys have given us. All right, I'm going to run in the end. We're coming right back with Words of Wisdom. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to uh, smash the thumbs up here. Su- subscribe. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes. So you will find it for, you know, for or anywhere that you guys listen to to audio podcasts from. So there you go. Um, words of wisdom, Devin.
1: Um, I got three things for you guys. Um, one is to quote DMX Um Trust people to be themselves. That Honestly, when I heard that, that literally cut so much stress out of my life. Trust people to be themselves and don't let them get you out of your character. Um, Two, I don't remember where I heard this, but I remember hearing somebody say, um, don't try to reinvent the wheel, just put rims on the bitch. (laughs) So if you like something and you support something, figure out a way to be an asset to it. And don't try to change it and take over. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of disrespectful. So just try to be an asset to the best of your ability. And um, just always remain objective and adhere to truth. Not your truth, not telling a truth, the actual objective truth. And oh, and there's power and transparency for sure.
0: Awesome. Well said. Well said. Thank to both of uh, both of you, gentlemen. You guys stay right there, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. We're out. Peace.